0: Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring Kane Gang.
1: I'm hurt, dog. Don't ask me if I'm alright! Hell no.
2: Joaquin said dominate, and we not doing it! I'm putting my heart in this
1: dog. Let's go, man! Let's go. Kane Gang! Kane Gang! Kane Gang! Kane Gang!
0: You're Kane listening Kane to Kane gang. Gang. Kane gang, only on Sirius Kane XM 145 Slam Radio. Boy, you agree? That's Kane Gang. Welcome, welcome,
3: welcome everybody to another episode here of the King Gang Radio Show on Sirius XM Channel 145. It's your boy DC, you got the Dirty Bird and joining us tonight, special guest, special incognito appearance by the J-Man, Mr. Buffalo Bill slash, you know, non, non never been to a Miami Hurricane game, but fan. Jordan Nelson, all with hey, Utah. This
4: <laughs> man is all Utah jazz right now, bro. I can't talk to him about nothing that's,
5: else. That's hundreds of miles, my friend. If not it's probably thousands. over a thousand. Yeah. Yeah, that's thousands of miles away, man. It's not easy.
4: But but Jordan, you put in the group text yesterday yep. that you're looking at coming for the Michigan State, uh, the Michigan State Miami game on Correct. Saturday, staying through to the Buffalo uh Miami yeah. Dolphin game. How about that for the way the schedule worked out, dude?
5: Dude, it's uh, it's the football gods telling me that it needs to happen. So
4: forty-eight hours of Hard Rock, dude. When you get when you get there, to tailgate yep. for the Canes game, you got to find a way to stay in the parking lot and stay all the way through, man. It's forty-eight
3: hours of Hard Rock, man. <laughs> That's right. Listen, I'm not at leaving. The end of the day, yeah, at the end of the day, man, just sneak down into like the the work area and like yeah. act like you're sweeping the bleachers and just you know <laughs> lay down and, and hide. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but you know, speaking of that, Jay, man, let's let's talk about that real quick. Obviously, the okay. season's coming up. Um, mm-hmm. obviously Miami schedule's already out. Um, they just introduced the Miami Alabama game time at 330. There's yes, a hmm. lot of people who are a little bit of kind of like baffled by the fact that Miami Alabama get the 330 game. My perspective is number one, you take away the pressure from playing prime time, right? So you got kind of a midday game, which I think yeah. a 330 game is actually a better game than an eight o'clock game. But you yeah. look at the Clemson, Georgia game, I think that's probably gonna be a better matchup per se yeah, yeah, on TV. Yeah. So I I don't have a problem with that, but I do think that three thirty spot takes a little bit of pressure off of Miami having to deal with the primetime spotlight. Jay, man, let me ask you, what do you think about that? And Bird, give me your give me your take on that as well.
5: So, I mean, I, I think we went over this a number of times, man. Is you know, uh, you, you guys are in, you're getting to the older head generation of of Canes fans, and I'm you know one of the newer generation of Canes fans, right? And and. To me, like a primetime Saturday night game is always bad news, because I mean you got to think like think about the games that I've grown up watching, in the Hurricanes playing primetime. Man, it's the getting beaten the Peach Bowl by LSU. It's you know getting smacked by Virginia Tech pretty much every time we play them in primetime besides <laughs> twenty seventeen, right? Um, you know, it, I mean I don't I don't know the record off the top of my head, but I bet I've seen. Less than five wins and way more than fifteen losses in prime time in my time as a Canes fan. So mm. I'm with you, man. I, I like that we're going away from prime time. Yeah, what's, I, don't,
3: what, what's your take? I, I don't
4: I don't have the numbers on it, right? Like like the, the record Jordan's speaking of, right? But uh, you know, I, I mean I was I was thinking for sure that was a nighttime game, man. Mm-hmm. But look, I'll take the 330 spot. I mean, I think it probably does work in, in our favor a little bit. It's not as uh you know, it's not gonna be getting hyped all day long. Uh, you know, you got Georgia Clemson. So, you know, I don't think we're going to have college game day there. I think that would be pretty yeah. crazy if they did. That, that's let, that's going to have to go to Charlotte for the Georgia Clemson game.
3: Let, let me ask you this. Do you think – so the spread just came out 18 and a half points. I think Jordan earlier and Bird, we were talking maybe about a 23, 24. Yep. So obviously it's, it's shrunk, right? So it's down yeah. to 18 and a half. Now, my feeling on this game is this. So I, I happened to be on um, a round table last night and, and we were talking about some things. One of the things that I brought up that I think is important for Miami fans to understand is how do you keep this game close. Yeah. Number one, I think first and foremost, you have to worry about turnovers, right? I think that's kind of the key. But number two, not just turnovers, time of possession. I think if Miami can control the ball to keep Alabama's offense off the field, that just goes in, in, in hand in hand with another turnover. Yeah. So, Bird, what do you think – how important is it to – Hold the time of possession against Alabama.
4: Well, it's crucial. I think at any time you you win. If you look back at wins and losses, you know you probably win the more more of the games that you have uh, the lead in time of possession, right? And you you lose ones you don't, right? So I think clearly, you know, winning the possession battle is is huge. Uh, I think forcing turnovers up these guys yeah. too. I think the biggest key to success is is throwing Bryce Young off his off his yeah. game, firing at him. Uh, you know, getting this kid who's who, who we know has a good arm. Uh, getting them confused and getting them you know getting them kind of dancing on his feet back there uh because if you let those guys settle in and do their thing we're going to be in trouble <laughs> yeah you know
5: yeah i you know alabama probably across the board has more talent at every position than we do um that's just by virtue of recruiting the way that they have and us recruiting the way that we have um let me, you know, th- hold
3: on j man let, let me let me ask you this so do you think bryce young is better a better talent and a better quarterback than Derek king
5: um, I, I mean, I, I don't know enough about Bryce Young, honestly, yeah. to say that. Yeah. Well, um, I'm just saying
3: because, you know, again, you're going yeah. across the board. So there there are some positions I feel like Miami does hold an edge. But finish yeah. your statement, and I'll, and I'll, I'll talk yeah. about that. Yeah, well,
5: and and the, the point I'm getting to is, but they lack experience, right? Alabama's put so much talent into the NFL in the last two years that really their offense is is going to be depleted of experienced players. Um but but the point I wanted to make earlier, though, is they're still going to be supremely talented players, right? Um, so I think it's going to be very important for us to make a statement early in the game. Um, you know, for us to kind of punch them in the teeth, you know, maybe try to get a few sacks early in the game, uh, you know, try to pick off Bryce Young, you know, score some points on our first few possessions and really put the pressure on those kids. Because, I mean, if they get into a groove like it's pretty much a who's who of the best high school football players on the planet in the last two or three years, you know? So I don't think it bodes well for us to let their inexperienced players get settled in. Um, Cause I think at the end of the day, if we just go talent versus talent, I think we're going to lose. So
3: my perspective is this. I think when you look at obviously Alabama is, I think very, very talented. And again, going back to your statement based on recruiting, they recruit the best of the best. They mm-hmm. can handpick who they want to and fro Coming yeah. in with with you know their positions, um, I do look at again now Alabama is doing something that Miami has done the last couple of years, and they're kind of dipping their hand now into the portal,
6: yeah.
3: and and they're grabbing some pretty pretty good players. You yeah. know, you look at Henry Tototo from you know from uh, Tennessee, Jameson Williams, Jameson coming Williams. From, you know you coming from <laughs> Ohio State. Uh, I mean, listen, Miami really. Who did they get in the portal this year? They got you know Tyreek Rambo. Stevenson. Uh, yeah, Tyreek Stevenson. They got Charleston Rambo. Rambo's familiar. You know, again, he's he's a big time player. You know, coming from Oklahoma, I think it's all going to boil down to is again, who is really the confident team? Who's a really experienced team? So, Bird, you brought up a point too. Like, if you can get Bryce Young on his heels. Who knows, man? Anything can happen in the game of football, right? Yes. Look at—we didn't expect Reed King, who runs a little, you know, little outside rush, to blow his knee out, right? Not wishing that upon anybody on Alabama, but one injury to yeah. Bryce Young, who's their backup quarterback. You don't mm-hmm. know right a right so, four or
4: five star kid yeah of course <laughs> right. right
3: but what i'm saying is they're putting all their eggs in the basket you know and again he didn't get a lot of burn last year playing behind mac jones mm-hmm. so we have an experienced leader in derek king you know hopefully he is at least 90% healthy going into that alabama game anything far anything less of 90% i say you do not play him i don't think you take a chance for that one game yeah. to risk a, a serious injury i think you literally have to go full bore uh, and, and see what you have. Bird, having Derek King over Bryce Young, again, having the weapons, <laughs> I, I'm just saying, does that benefit Miami on the offensive scheme of things?
4: Absolutely. Look, King's a proven commodity, right? He's been out there, he's taken live game action. I know this kid Young, like, look, I, I respect that program, first and foremost, man, and I will. And I know Saban's going to have these guys ready to roll, you know. So, but I mean, you know, to sit there and say that, you know, that Young's better than King and the guy hasn't taken a snap in a, in a single game you know, there's no way I would ever agree with that statement. Right. I mean, our guy is, is in his sixth year in college now. Right. So he's been around, uh, you know, look, we've talked to him, we've talked to him on this show before and and to King. And, you know, we know that the maturity, uh, that, that King brings is, is huge. Right. And he's getting a lot of respect from, uh, from the national media and everything. Um, you know, I, I take King over young in an instant. Um, yeah, but I mean, look, you know, it, it's going to be tough, no matter no matter how you look at it. But uh, you know, the biggest advantage that we have is that we we grew a lot last year together, right? We didn't grow yeah. as far as we want to go, right? You take a couple couple games out of the out of last season, and we had a, a phenomenal year, right? You take a probably what was it, uh, maybe nine quarters out of the season, and we had a great year right so as long as we can continue to improve and we come out there and you know we got we got to go into that thing knowing we can win that game right so you know a lot of these people are oh we're going to get blown out we're going to get decimated like you know d- don't come at me with that right but do you because, think that's, or,
3: do you think people are saying that like kind of reverse psychology just with the I anticipation cuz here's what i'm saying well, right i'm going to tell you bird We've all been hurt. Bro. We're gonna get blown out. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get boy. blown out, you know. But then when the time comes and say if Miami actually is very competitive, actually, I was yeah. only playing, man, you know, I was only joking. That was yeah. reverse psychology, you know. Yeah. Again, like, yeah. you can't play that role, but that's just how people are, right? <laughs> I. Yeah. I Go
5: ahead, Jay. If you guys don't mind me chiming in, because I am, I am one of the people that thinks we're going to get blown out. And what and else do? <laughs> <Well, laughs> Come
3: back, Jay, man, Mister Pessimist. <laughs> right.
5: But, but the reason is though is like Manny Diaz has shown us nothing but getting blown out by get by good teams yeah. in his career as yeah. head coach. You know the the Florida game is an exception. Um, okay, Jay,
3: stop right there. If Cozy Perry plays over
5: Jared Williams, do we win that game? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Jaron looked good and and Dan Enos looked good, so I don't know. Oh, you still (laughs) had nine sacks or
3: ten sacks in the game. And, I mean, it's – so, okay, go ahead. Keep going. Um,
4: We did have a – we did have a visitor – a viewer question from uh, from Denise who wants to know if uh, we think that King's going to be ready for the Bama game. Yes. I think absolutely, Denise, without question you know uh the kid's blown his rehab out of the water even before you know he went out and he's he's kind of had a couple of public interviews uh we talked to him here on on this show and he spent some on time the Kang gang
3: show and the we got Kang in
4: trouble yeah we got in trouble for having him on but <laughs> hey that's another story <laughs> but uh look i mean you know the, the first interview ready. since
3: his uh surgery uh can gang right.
4: show <laughs> that's right but uh you know look i mean he's ready he's he's you know he's walking around without without braces you know that. Yeah. The Kid's dedicated to his rehab. He's gonna do everything that he needs to do. Uh he's he's a, he's he's a mental warrior, right? So uh, you know, you ask us our opinion. I mean, hey, we're no, you know, we're no Vinnyus Cavo or or any of the doctors or anything, but uh, we definitely believe he's gonna be ready. So,
3: but my question is do you think King will be ready for Bama? My question is, Denise, are you going to Alabama for ah, the game? Are you going you to go. Atlanta? Are you going to Atlanta for the Bama game, Denise? <laughs> how about that question? Throw that back out to the viewers. Are I'm you going so to the here game? In a second. So, for you, so Bird, you don't know who Denise is. I do. So, at Cane Walk, we met a few years ago. She literally stands right next to me every week. She's there early, just like me. You know, I think I've set a trend where now, like, I used to get there literally an hour before everybody. Denise would literally roll up, you know, kind of just a few seconds after me or shortly, you know, there. And then I think even one or two times last year, she actually beat me to my spot. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) Hold up. Don't call my spot. (laughs) but uh, great, great lady, very passionate. Um, Denise will work on the tickets. Obviously, you know, we can hook you up with that, you know, um, uh, stay tuned for that. Um, but yeah, so she, she's a great lady, big fan, um, great heart. So yeah, she's uh she's one of the diehards as well. So, awesome. you know, J man, when you think about the Alabama, you, you really think about their defense, right? Nick Saban is a huge yeah. defensive, you know, minded guy as well as special teams. Yeah. Um, but when you lose people, again, like say from the offensive side of the ball, you lose a Waddle, you lose a Najee, you lose, you know, the yeah. Heisman winner and Devontae Smith, you lose the Mac Jones, you lose Alec Weatherhead, you know, you just, you know, you lose Dickerson. Like literally, your offense is gone. But then on the defense, you 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 lose defensive tackles, you lose yeah. uh, secondary. What is it going to take from Miami? And again, I'm looking at it as you just cannot drop the ball, right? Yeah. Like again, meaning like literally. Don't drop the ball when it's thrown to you, right? How important was the acquisition um, of someone like Charleston Rambo seeing guys like the Keyshawn Smith stepping up in the spring? Because at some point, you know what you're getting out of six and out of eight, right? Yeah. At (laughs) what point do you say, hey, we're going to go in a different direction?
5: Yeah, well, I I think – well, I I have a few points off what you said. Uh, When you say, when do you go in a different direction, I think it was – like this offseason, Right. Um, Charleston Rambo is huge. Uh, just because like, you know, Mike Carley is, has proven himself, you know, he might, he might end his career after this season as the all-time leader in receiving yards and, you know, all the other receiving accolades. Right. Um, granted he had six years to do it or five years or whatever. Um, you know, but it's impressive nonetheless. Right. Like, sure. like Mike Carley's rock solid. Um, you know, he proved me wrong, and that you know I wasn't always a believer in Mike Harley, but he, he's he's the truth right now on our wide receiver room. So picking up a guy like Rambo, who can hopefully stabilize the other side of the field, um, will be something that we sorely missed last year. Um, but as to your point about Bama losing talent, man, like how many years are we going on with them being the most dominant program? Yeah, but like, they, they but they've
3: lost a lot of talent. Last I know, year. But, sure.
5: But, dude, we're we're doing like 13 years in a row of them, you know, being undoubtedly the best program in college football. And, I mean, they've lost Heisman winners before. They've lost first-rounders before, and and they just keep it rolling, man. So my attitude with that, though, is like – I'm just going to assume that Nick Saban has the goods until there's proof that he doesn't anymore. So well, we got a we got a minute and a half, bird, before we go to. Play that's show.
4: exactly what I was going to say. So I know we have 90 seconds here, but I want to throw something out to you. So what happens if Pope comes out in this game, gets let's say seven catches for 120 yards, two touchdowns, one of those is a game-winning touchdown.
3: I wouldn't know how many drops he had before that. <laughs> no, 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 let's Let's, say, let's give, him, let's give okay. him zero
4: drops. Like, yeah. he comes in and, and he's the truth. Like, yeah. do you think that's enough to to
5: turn the fan base? Hey, throw him you a parade I mean, at like, man. Yeah. Throw him a parade. Like, because here's the thing. I know I'm a little bit of a pessimist, but a I am – A little bit? <laughs>
3: like, but, but you guys thing,
5: you guys have to agree with me, though, in that I am not afraid to admit that I am wrong. when percent when, when I count a guy in, yeah, of and course. he proves me wrong, like – I'm all I'm all in because at the end of the day, I want all of these kids to succeed. I want our program to succeed. I want to get wins. And so, if Pope has that kind of night, throw him a parade, dude. Make him the starter. Make him a team captain if you want. Like, if he gets us a win at Bama, like, give him what he deserves. For I don't, real. Know, you know. It would, I, I
3: mean, listen, that that's a big, big ask. And Bird, I think that's a huge stat line that potentially <laughs>
0: crazy,
3: right? I mean, Listen, I'm not saying yeah. that it can't happen, but it's definitely a big stat line So let's do this. We're going to go to break here on the Kang Yang Radio Show. We're chopping it up with the J-Man, you know, visiting us all the way from Utah. We're going to get into some other stuff. We're still going to talk, you know, Kane's football a lot of stuff going on. Also NBA Got a special guest joining us later on. So we'll catch you guys in a minute. Sirius XM channel 145 Slam Radio
7: Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua to Tungle by Loi. Yo, Sway Calloway. This
1: is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker Everybody. What's up? This is Grock, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. Radio. Serious XM, yeah.
6: There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Good morning, amigo.
8: Hey Amen.
9: Look, if they pick up Tua Nigamanoa Lapolla too, I'm, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking. I'm, I'm looking at the different angles. It doesn't. You I don't call know, him that. I call him Tunga Vailoa. Whatever you want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on Tua Nigamanoa Lapolla. Tunga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect? Tua Nigamanoa Lapolla. Tua. I can't do it. <laughs> I'm done. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigamanoa Lapolla. Tunga Valoa. Tua Nigamanoa Lapolla. Tunga Valoa. Tua Nigamanoa Lapolla. Tunga Valoa. That sounds much better that way.
8: Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on
0: Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. We'll be back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio.
1: I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. I'm here to warn you about telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Some of these scammers may say threatening things like, you will be arrested if you don't make payments or provide personal information do not fall for these tricks these calls are not from us real social security employees will never threaten you for information or money if you receive a call like this hang up never give the caller your personal information like your social security number or bank account or send money in any form Cash, gift cards, wire transfers, or prepaid debit cards. Report the call to our law enforcement arm, the Office of the Inspector General at oig.ssa.gov. Share this information with your friends and family.
8: Hola, mi gente. ¿Qué tal? saluda la diva la caballota, la reina. Y muy, muy, un saludo, mi gente. De
0: And now we're back with Kane Gang on SiriusXM XM 145 Slam Radio.
3: And we're back, everybody, on the Kane Gang Radio Show. We're chopping it up again with the J Man, got the bird over there. You know, this has been a crazy week. Um, it's been a crazy week, obviously. Yes, correct. You know, obviously, we're, we're, we're kind of pre recorded. Panthers just scored an OT. Yeah! Denise right. she must be on fast forward because it literally just happened on my TV. <laughs> so <laughs> congratulations to the Florida Panthers. Um, you know, now they're only down two one here on the uh in the playoffs, in the NHL playoffs. Jeez. Uh I'm man, listen, at the end of the day, man, they uh the first two games they played really well, man. Some some yeah. some heartbreakers over there. They could be up three oh right now, honestly. But mm-hmm. uh Panthers the ball. So, Jay man, obviously there's a lot of stuff to get into. You're a big NBA fan. I'm a big NBA fan. Um, I just want to talk to you a little bit about the NBA. What is your take on the playing game? Because obviously, there's been some great games. Yeah. Last night, the Lakers and Golden State was mm-hmm. literally an instant classic. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I just I thought it was an amazing game. You yeah. know, I, I thought there were some calls that are, are very questionable, just especially because a certain individual is, uh, right. you know, that mm-hmm. plays on a certain yeah. team wearing, mm-hmm. you know, you know. Purple and gold. I'm not going to mention any names. Wears the same number as the goat. You know Michael Jordan. But anyway, so when you think of games like that, how 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 do you feel about that playoff situation? Obviously seven and eight. You know and then yeah. nine and ten. You know obviously you're you're loving the fact that yeah. because of being a Utah Jazz fan, you're loving the fact that the Lakers are in the seven seed, not in the eight seed. Agree. But how do you how do you feel just an overall about the playing situation?
5: Um, I think it's like last night was great. Like what, what a debut for the play in game, right? I'm sure the NBA, you know, everyone at the NBA league office is just loving, you know, how that went. Um, I, I agree with the criticisms that there's going to be a year that we really have to decide if we love it or not, you know, where, where there's going to be a team that, that deserved it. Cause I mean, like, what if the Lakers got eliminated, you know, like I that would be, it. I would have loved it. (laughs) Yeah. But, but in terms of, I mean, I would have loved it too. Right. But you're talking
3: about uh, NBA, like revenue, TV, all that other stuff. And
5: just like, just for people that want to watch LeBron James or whoever the, uh, you know, the best players play in the playoffs, um, that would be really hard to swallow if a guy finished seventh in the standings and then ended up not getting a chance to play in the playoffs. So, um, I thought it was great, though. You know, for now, I'm really happy with it. I don't mind if it comes back. So that was exciting last night.
4: So here's why I think the NBA did it, right? You look at yeah. what happened, what Phoenix did in the bubble, and they, yeah. I think they ran the entire table in the yeah. bubble. Yeah, 8-0, yeah. Eight, yeah, 8-0 in the bubble, right? I mean, they were on fire, right? And we've yeah. seen – that this season that, that really wasn't a fluke, right? That's a really good team with some good players that's up and coming. Yeah. You know, so I think that it just gives them an opportunity to to yeah. get in. And look when we're talking the seven and eight seed, you're playing for the seven and eight seed right here. And it's you know it's an opportunity to to put you know some quality games <laughs> on
3: um,
4: you know I mean yeah. I think all the games that we've seen so far, even you know, I was driving back from uh from uh trashy last night, and uh, I was listening to the games the whole way. And I, I swear, so I, you know, I'm listening, and Golden State's dominating the whole yeah. way, right? Yeah. End of the third quarter, I hit my driveway at midnight, right? Yeah. Walk in the house, you know, drop my bags and stuff, turn on the TV, and LA's up five, and I'm like, oh my goodness, man. Yeah. You know, um, and look, you, you know, you got to give LA like respect, right? They won it, they came back, they, you know, yeah. dug through adversity and everything. Yeah, you know, just the drama and the whining behind the wow. like, it's it is absurd. Like, yeah. oh, seeing three rims, like he totally sold that because he was trying to get yeah. a on Draymond.
5: Yeah, you know? well, I mean, so I I know you guys don't like LeBron, but as as someone who hates the Lakers and Warriors, yeah, but but like that that I was so I was describing the game to my dad who didn't watch it right. And uh, I said, the game went exactly how you think it would have. Like, Draymond Green with a cheap shot. It seems like every time you watch yeah. Draymond Green, he's being investigated for a flagrant foul, right? <laughs> At some point, you just need to start giving them to him because – He's just
4: a hard-nosed player, right? Like, I don't really care for the guy, but I mean like...
5: – Well, I mean, he loves kicking people in the goods. He loves taking cheap shots. <laughs> like, I, whatever. Listen, like...
3: I'm a firm believer in, 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 in
5: physical basketball, this yeah. isn't
3: like this isn't like the oh don't touch me league. It's yeah. literally is basketball. Well, now, granted some of the, his tactics may could be questionable. Yeah. But then you look at the flopping on the other end, that's questionable agreed. too.
5: Oh, agreed. And, and that's, you know, that's where I was getting to it. So I was like, you know, Draymond takes a cheap shot and LeBron just it becomes like he should win an Oscar, right? I mean, he even got the eye drops going on. He got the oh. looks like he's concussed, you know, staring at the TV and like terrible. So <laughs> you know, it, it was just both of those guys were at their peak, right? It was you, peak performance for LeBron and Draymond Green last night. in, they in that used to
4: hammer, hammer MJ, and yeah. this is going to be the old head in me talking right now, but yeah. they used to clobber MJ in games, yeah. man. I mean, but you know,
3: knock him MJ, off and everything. MJ would not, but MJ would not have sat out on a high ankle sprain for as long oh, as LeBron no, did. <laughs> I'm no, telling you right now. Not, There's yeah. no
5: way. Yeah, but so I, I agree with that, right? The the game's different now, but but MJ is kind of the guy that started that work in the refs all game. You know, like I I mean I, I watched an, enough uh Jazz Bowls playoff series to to tell you. you Tommy Carl like,
3: Malone didn't work the refs either?
5: I'm not saying he didn't. I'm what just I'm, saying. Yeah, no
3: just call it like it is, J Man.
10: <laughs> of
5: course, of course. Like like all, all stars do it, right? Um and and I feel like you know, Michael Jordan was one of the guys that really popularized that, you know, yeah. and it's just gotten worse with guys like LeBron and Chris Paul. And I mean, as much as I love Luka Doncic, like that kid, he needs to get that under control. He's the biggest baby it on the planet.
4: surprised me that, because yeah. I didn't notice this about him, but then I looked and he is yeah. like second or third in the league in technicals.
5: Yeah. And I'm he, like, dude, really? He is, like, he is always, always, always whining to the refs. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, you know what I found interesting, too, is if you watch
3: the, the Eastern
5: uh, first playoff game, uh-huh.
3: if you watched Indiana just destroy, <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, just destroy Ooh. Charlotte by, like, 30-something points, and then, obviously, I'm watching the game right now, yes. Indiana's down by 30 going into the fourth against Washington, yes. it's yes. like, wow, yeah. what a turn of it, and like, so they didn't play with Sabonis the other night against, Char- against Charlotte, but now, tonight, they're playing with Sabonis, and they are getting destroyed. They're down 32 with 12 minutes to go. I,
4: Sabonis played that game. I, I, I was watching that one. Did I think he, it's Levert. Yeah, I think you uh, meant Levert well, was, out. So, yeah, someone yeah, was Yeah, out, it was right? Levert. It was uh, out.
3: And yeah. I'm like, wow, bro. Like, yeah. it's literally <laughs>
5: – Yeah. What a, of, what a change I, of direction, I right? I think the Hornets just weren't ready for playoff ball yet, man. Because yeah. they, they came out sluggish, looking like they were playing just a regular season game. And then, you know – I'll tell you
3: what, though. That Washington team going against uh, – Philly, because Philly's the number one seed yeah. in the East. That um, that might be a good series, Agreed. believe it or East not. Is, East Agreed. is
4: wide open, man. mean so, nothing in the East. Yeah. So
3: let me ask you guys this: Obviously, we're, we're this segment is pretty much geared towards the NBA. What yeah. is your take on the Heat playing Milwaukee? I love the matchup. Yeah. Again, the Heat has had the 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 Bucks, you know, number yeah. the last two years. Um, yeah. I have the Heat winning in five. Okay. I I could be wrong on that, yeah. but again, I just feel like Giannis he's gonna get his point so listen let him do yeah. him again Miami's defense is set up a certain way to where yeah. they'll let somebody you know take all the all the points on the other team it's yep. contained the role players right you know yep. don't let Middleton you know score 40 points and things like that And yeah. so I think the heat I, I like the heat in five bird what do you think
4: I got heat in six okay. um you know, look. I think Bam's the uh, the honest stopper, right? I think he's yeah. one of the few guys that can that can match up with him, and he's long enough to be able to to defend him. Um, so yeah, I mean, I got a Heat in six. I think I think that it comes down to coaching, and I think as is, is a much better coach than uh, than Budenholzer.
5: Yeah, and and so I have this series as a true toss up. Um, officially, I'm going to go Milwaukee in seven, um, but that's I'm like a true toss up. I'm giving it to Milwaukee for home court. Okay. um, so you know, clearly, the heat dominated the bucks last year, right? That was very evident. Um but i I felt like the like losing Jay Crowder was an underrated. Huge. yeah, Huge. like I, yeah. I look
3: look what he's doing at Phoenix. Yeah.
5: and and, you know, Jay Crowder has made the playoffs, like, I, I think the last seven years he's been on like eight teams. With Boston. Made, yeah, he's made the with playoffs. With Boston, probably. the Heat. Yeah, yeah correct. Utah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, everywhere he goes, he's on a playoff team. And and that's not mm-hmm. a coincidence in my opinion. So, the he's Heat. like modern-day Robert Ory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Heat he's losing Robert. Trouder was was bad in my opinion. And then the Bucks picking up Drew Holiday. So, you know, I, I think that evened it a little bit. I'm very interested to see. And I wouldn't be surprised by anything. If, what if, if uh
3: if, what if Ola Dippe starts uh ends up playing in the series? Does that help Miami or hurt Miami?
5: Um Ola Depot. Uh, I, I think I mean he's talented, naturally it would help him. Um, but you know, like this is a series where if Miami won in four, I wouldn't be shocked. If Milwaukee won in four, I wouldn't be shocked.
4: Depot so, Depot's officially been ruled out, Bo, by um, the way. But here's here's the thing: even if he was ready, like yeah. he had one or two games, like yeah, playoffs are not the time to yeah. you know let somebody even if they are a big name get in there like yeah. let him sit and you know we'll we'll bring him back next so year and go the, there. The,
5: the big storyline that i'm going to take away from this series though <sighs> is we are like this series away from Giannis officially being a playoff choke artist yeah correct um oh you know, man yeah, yeah should have left and you know Should've i think i think jimmy butler's a top 15 player i think bam is a top 25 player and where's rudy gobert <laughs> top 12 <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. No, I, I actually, like, I think Jimmy's right there, you know, like, like Jimmy Butler is right there. And, uh, you know, so like the, the heater loaded, you know, the, yeah. the Heat have really good top end talent. They have good young, uh, role players. Trevor and,
3: Ariza I think is going to be a difference maker in this series. not, I, I think yeah. he will be. So I'm looking past the Milwaukee series, right? So you might not agree with me, but I think Washington can beat Philly in this series. So, how, so it's crazy, right? So, Miami being the sixth seed, obviously, they'll play in the three seed. If they beat Milwaukee, yeah. they're going to end up playing Brooklyn if Brooklyn beats, you yeah. know, the seventh seed. So, which I think is Boston. But I think that matchup can go either way as well, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I think, I think, uh, Brooklyn has a lot more talent right now. Obviously, losing, um, who did Boston lose for the, for the remainder of the year because of his race. Jalen Brown. Brown. Yeah, Jalen Brown. Yeah. I think that hurts Boston. Um, yeah. But, again, it would be interesting to see if Boston won and beat Brooklyn and then Miami and Boston play again, yeah. leading it. And then say – I'm throwing out just hypotheticals. But yet, you know, um, Washington beats Philly. Like it should be a great series, you know, going all the way through. This East? Oh, yeah, you never know. one through 8 is – I mean, I'm, listen, I don't think Atlanta goes anywhere. I don't yeah. think the Knicks go anywhere. I really don't okay. think, you know, Washington goes anywhere. I think yeah. really there's three teams. the Miami. Because I think they get past Milwaukee. I, yeah. I look at Philly, Brooklyn, and the Heat. Yeah, well, go ahead. So any of
4: those, any of those first round series are, are toss ups, to me. Yeah, right? and I don't think any, the winner of that Atlanta New York is is going to lose when they when they play the winner of uh, Washington and yeah. uh, and, Philly. And, uh, and Philly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, like I've I've been so boisterous about the fact that Brooklyn's not built for the playoffs, and I think yeah. that they're going to crumble. Um, I'm not saying that they're they're going to lose in this first round. But uh, especially if they if they draw, they're not they're not beating Miami or Milwaukee yeah. in the second round. match well, not happening.
5: The East is very interesting right now because you had three teams that separated themselves during the regular season in Philly, Brooklyn, and Milwaukee. Um, but <laughs> each and, yeah gap
3: yeah, close quick
5: yeah and, yeah and but they all seem very vulnerable. You know, like Philly, uh, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons have a. A pretty lengthy history of like struggling with the mental side of the game. You know, like yeah, how many times of Miami games-
3: would be, I think that's where I think Miami would be benefited, you know, beneficial yeah. playing Philly, especially yeah. playing them the last regular season game, you know, per se, you know, again, UD get in the face. Like, I don't know if that was more of a mental strategic, Hey, we're going to see you in the playoffs. I'm telling yeah. you right now, I'm not putting up with that crap. Yeah. I'm going to get in your grill. Yeah.
5: Remember who we are. Cool. I'm the OG. I love so- it. And, and, you know, like, I, I watched that uh, Philly and Toronto series the year that Jimmy Butler was on the Sixers. And, dude, like, Butler was just on a different level emotionally yeah. than Simmons and Embiid were. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and that kind of left me with the idea that they don't necessarily have what it takes. I think Philly's probably the most talented team in the East besides Brooklyn. But I don't trust their, you know, emotional um, – you know whatever right yeah. i don't, i don't trust their emotional makeup i could see them going out at any point and it really wouldn't surprise me if brooklyn had some type of issue you know with what they got going on so yeah. i mean even with doc rivers obviously you know look
3: you got beating the playoff last year to clippers yeah. you think coming to the into the sixers it's going to help you I, yeah. I mean again i could see the lake uh, the the sixers being either out the first round or second round so yeah. it's it's another it's another situation where doc rivers has to learn to yeah. And I agree because I don't think Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid play as well as I think they could play. I think they're pre. I would think they're both prima donnas, and I think they really just if they had the like the the desire, the drive, to put in the effort, they could be legitimate superstars. But, you know, again, taking time off, you know, yeah. you know
5: just oh. – And, you know, you saw Ben Simmons kind of campaign for Defensive Player of the Year. Never. And, and rather than Joel Embiid, <laughs> like, endorse him, and Embiid says, no, I should be Defensive Player of the yeah, Year. Yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. dude, you two are teammates. Like, what yeah. are you doing? Yeah. You yeah. help with each other. Absolutely. Yeah.
3: You know, when I think of something like defensive play of the year, I mean, again, you look at people like Gary Payton, you know, yeah. again, you know, not just a big guy, but like he was called a glove for a reason. Yeah. Like he's not afraid to take charges. He's not yeah. afraid to, you know, get his body on the ground. These guys today don't want to play with that hustle. They don't want to yeah. like get their body on the ground. And you know,
4: I'm going to do something you guys aren't, aren't going to believe, but I'm actually going to give Jordan a, a kind of he was right on a, on Gobert and the defense he's been playing, right? going oh, to I think Gobert's going to win it, right? Um, you know, the defensive player of the yeah. year. I mean, look at all the, the, the deep metrics and the deep analytics on it. Yeah. I mean, the guy's making huge impacts yeah. on the floor. And, I mean, look, he's it's one of the reasons I, I would probably I, – I think I'm still kind of leaning towards Phoenix out of the West, right? But uh, I could totally see Utah running through it. And yeah. uh, Well, we'll you know, see. But listen –
3: We'll, uh, we'll talk about that after the break. We're uh, up against the break, guys. We'll catch you guys in a minute. Thank you for tuning in here on the Kangang Radio Show, Sirius XM, Channel 145. We'll catch you in a minute.
0: Hey, look what I found.
3: A
1: radio.
0: Radio. This is Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio.
6: There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful
11: times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid, but there is hope. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, stay in touch with your community, and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good
8: morning, Amigo. But you see why it's a bad idea to do that? I didn't cry during the talk. Good thing,
9: good thing you're going to be home today so nobody can see you cry. But I was fine. I didn't even cry. I was like, good. No, but the silence afterwards is enough. And then you give me that puppy look back. back. You get that puppy look you have. I'm just holding it back a little. Good thing nobody's crying tonight. I'm fine. Stay home, privacy of your own home, watch it on Zoom. (laughs) You you can be a Richard (laughs) sometimes.
8: Good morning, amigo, weekdays 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. We'll be back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM
0: 145, Slam Radio.
10: Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information, anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends or simply just enjoying the day social security securing today and tomorrow see what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov
6: produced at U.S. taxpayer expense I'm constantly
7: failing guys I'm constantly learning it's not how you fall it's how you get back up there's no losing only learning there's no failure only opportunities and there's no problems only solutions
0: on behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Slam Radio, what's up? From
9: Enrique Santos, 1249, iHeartLatino.
0: And now we're back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio.
3: man here we are final segment of the first hour on the Kangang radio show um we still got the j man with us we are chopping it up bird what's going on man what do you got for me
4: no you know i just want to make sure i'd be remiss if we didn't uh if we didn't give a, a special shout out to uh to our little dude luca out there uh you know i'm sure everybody who watches our show has been uh has been following it on, on twitter i'm sure we all follow his dad now and you know things aren't uh things aren't very good for for the little guy right now um, but, you know, one thing is for sure, you know, um, you yeah, know, that kid's a fighter and, uh, just wanted to, to, you know, wish him the best and, you know, tell his family and, you know, don't stop fighting and don't stop believing. And, you know, just know that, uh, that he's going to fight and, uh, and pull out of this thing. And, you know, we got all the faith in the, you know, and the prayers in the world in there for him to, to lift Can we him get up. A-
3: can we get a banner on there. It says Luca to the U or yeah, you know, absolutely. Give, hashtag. You know, ha- let's do a hashtag. You know, get well, Luca or something like that. Just yeah, so we yeah. can. Uh, I Got don't have right the. Now. I don't have the remote access to type anything. I don't know why, but I don't know how to. I don't have that. <laughs> I don't have. I don't <laughs> have You're that dangerous. capability, bro. Because I would listen. The I would be all over <laughs> there. I'd be typing all kinds of crap on the screen. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, you know. But again, I was talking to. Uh, I was talking to Brad today. And uh, um, if you guys don't know Brad, I'm sure you do. Brad Tejada, um, you know, over there at Kane's Insight. Uh, we were talking today and we were talking about Luca. And um, obviously, you know, his dad had put out something uh, yesterday that it wasn't looking good. And there's some other things going on. And like, uh, you know, again, I'm a dad. Bird, you're a dad. You know, we're, we're parents. J man, you're not there yet. I just don't want to, I, 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 I don't, and I want to use the right words because I, I really want to sympathize. Like, but having kids of my own, like I wouldn't know what I would do if I was in that situation. You know, um, all I can say is, you know, hey, you know, uh, we're praying for you. We're praying for the family. But, you know, at the end of the day, as a parent, man, it, it's tough because you hear about certain situations like this. And listen, there's situations throughout all kinds of different families that are going through stuff. Right. Um, all we can do is be an ear. We can be a shoulder, you know, someone to lean on, someone to talk to. Um, you know, and that's why it's great to have friends because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, if we need something, you know, hopefully we, you know, we can call on one of each other and say, Hey, look, man, I got this issue, you know, can you help me out or, you know, and I, and I think that's what our community does. Right. I think that's what for the, sure. the, the Ken gang and, you know, um, you know, the Canes fan, you know, situation, that's what we're here for. You know, we're not mm-hmm. all like scumbags, like there's some that are scumbags. You know, yeah. that just, I mean, they are, right? There's just, yeah. your fan base is filled with different type of people. And yeah. you're, you know, there's a bunch of scumbags, yeah. but we're not, we're not scumbags here. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. we're well, here. So obviously, you know, listen, you know, to Lucas family, if you ever listen to this, if you guys need anything, you know, shoot us a, you know, DM or hit us up and we'll see what we can do for you, man. So. Absolutely.
4: So, code, Just so you know, as well, our uh, our guest is, uh, is is in the lobby and ready to jump on here with oh, like us.
3: So, so we, we got a guest, man. So, listen, ah, this, yes. is, this is my dog, man. This is this is my boy. <laughs> you know, like I mentioned for 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 many 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 months, man. I don't care if you're a five star recruit. I don't care if you're a walk on. I don't care if you're a JUCO transfer. I don't care if you make your own socks. I don't care who you are. You're my dog. You're my boy. Let's welcome to the let's welcome to the Kanye Show number thirty six. My boy Marquis, what's good, man?
2: Bro, what's happening with y'all, man? man host, we living man. the dream,
3: baby. Yeah. We living the dream.
2: I heard that, man. For sure, absolutely. What's good, three six? Man, not much, man. I appreciate y'all having me on, man. You know, I've been busy with the kids all day, so got a little
3: time to myself. So I'm I'm just chilling right now. That's what's nice, up, man. man. So, so how things going? I mean, obviously, you know, c- coming to Miami. Let me ask you this: coming to Miami, what was that like? What what brought you to the University of Miami?
2: Man, honestly, um, to be real with y'all, I knew nothing about Miami when I when I, before I arrived. Like absolutely nothing. Never really been out the state of Georgia. Uh, my parents are from New Jersey, so I had been in New Jersey. I had been to Orlando, but I never really been outside of Athens and. Uh and really what it was, it was Coach Rick's son. We played at uh Morris Hill and, uh, Yeah, up in up in North Carolina. And uh when I came in, John was a senior, I was a freshman and you know, whole Uncle D two school was so small that I got to know John. The quarterbacks and the running backs was in the same room. So uh it was just it was just like a blessing. It was all crazy how it happened that, you know, Coach Rick, you know, he got the job at Miami and he brought John on as the quarterback's coach and and really I called one of my boys here Miami fan. Uh he from a Miami fan. He called me. He like, man, you know you know we ain't got no fullbacks. He's like you need to call John <laughs> I was yeah. like man. I said John, John don't know he don't want nothing with me, man. I'm up here in the mountains. He's like he not bothered with me but man, I picked the tape together and sit there to him and they say you know, Coach Rick was calling me.
4: Yeah, I still remember being in the in the in the stands in the first game, man. I think, I think it was a receiving touchdown that you got in that first game, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, how how did that feel? I mean, you know, you just you just jump in as you know as a guy that, you know, I mean, we hadn't heard of you either before, right? And then yeah. you come in here, and we're like, "Hey, man, this this fullback's coming in, and he's got game." And you know, all the word coming out of practice is that you know you're cracking cracking skulls back there and everything. And then you you hit the field in in the first game of the season, man, and and you score six at, at the rock, man. How did that feel?
2: Oh man, it was it was electric. Uh, <laughs> like y'all y'all gotta understand, like I never had been on that type of stage before. I, I think the biggest stage I uh, I've been on was like the state championship game, like my sophomore year in high school like, my little D2 school, I think, held, like, 5,000 people, you know, in the stadium. So, it was my first time being in the stadium jam-packed with people like that. Um, you know what I'm saying? Everything. Uh, it's, it's kind of funny because I always tell people during that story. Uh, I remember Coach Rick calling the play. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, they might throw me the ball. And I was like, in my head, I was like, damn. I said, "What if I drop this thing?" I was like,
3: "You
4: would you'd be
2: like Mark Pope." Shots <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
4: yeah, fired, yeah, man! I I'm fired I like, six.
2: I, I never forget, man. I, I ran out into the flats. and I'm looking back at Brad, and I was like, "Don't throw it! Don't throw it! Don't throw it!" <laughs> and he rocked eyes with me. I was like, "Damn!" I said, "It's some bitch, it. stupid. <laughs> you know, I just caught it, man. Saw saw the defender. I saw the goal line. and I was like, "Man, just, just dial for the end zone."
3: That's awesome, man. You know, again, we're all University of Miami fans. Um, I'm I'm a lot longer fan than you know some of the other guys, but it's always nice to be able to welcome new people into that alumni, right? Especially from a fan's perspective. You know, we we like to kind of treat everybody like most of us fans we like to try to keep everybody and treat everybody with mutual respect you know and and again it's it's not only when you're playing at the university of miami but once you leave the university of miami that's why i'm a firm believer like i call you three six once you put that unit on that uniform on I always respect people by calling them by their numbers. I think it means more to them by just calling them by their name, right? It's like, bro, look, three six, what's good, man? How you doing? You know what I mean? Like, it's you know, you wore that uniform proudly, man. So to me, that's more of a respect thing, you know? How did you How did you take the fan base uh, from the University of Miami? How, how did they welcome you in, and, and what was your interaction with with a lot of the fans?
2: Uh, it was really cool. I think um, I think everybody was you know a little skeptical, but uh, excited to kind of see. You know, what was going on and um I don't know, man. Everybody was like open arms, you know, you, Alex, man, uh all y'all guys, you know what I'm saying? Man, I ain't never met y'all before, but man, y'all invited me in, man. Y'all make me feel welcome. I think it uh, I think it was you even you, Derek, um, was it the senior day when we was running out the smoke, like I still get that memory from time Bro. to time. <laughs> I mean just like you know, like little stuff like that, man. Uh I can't remember if it was you or Alex, man. Y'all was talking about like man, you know, um we try to, you know, kind of be a family yeah, you know, away from family. Cause you know, my mom couldn't come to, you know, every game that we yeah, yeah, or whatnot, but y'all was down like all the time, man. You bro, know, that's how we shows, get down,
3: bro. man. That's how, that's how you know you're a true fan, man. You know? And again, you know, I have my little nephew down there, you know, one of his first pitchers, he first game he came to, you know, he wanted to pitch with you. You know what I mean? It was yeah. like, you know, it's just, it's neat to see you guys embrace, you know, the fan base as well. So, Leaving Miami, obviously going to Cleveland, you know, Jacksonville, you know, having a little stint in the NFL. How was that, man? You know, obviously, I think that's every football player's dream is to get to the league. You know, what was it like when you finally got to the league? Oh,
2: man. Uh, I always, hold on, baby. I always tell people, uh, man, it was like I was a kid in the candy store. And like, <laughs> uh, I tell people, too, it was, it was just crazy that it all happened, though, because, um I remember, you know, we was getting towards the end of the season, and one of my coaches looked at me, and he was like, "Hey, you know, you might have a shot." What? I was, I was like, a "Shot at what?" I was like, I don't even know what you're talking about. "You know, I'm like, you know, even though I was at Miami, I, I didn't, it didn't really hit me, you know, how close I was really, you know, to uh, accomplishing that dream, uh, because you know, I wasn't recruited highly out of high school. I played Division Two ball, and, like, all this stuff was so far fetched for me. Uh, so, you know, just getting that phone call putting on the jersey and and thinking like damn like you know i'm a, like i got drafted you know I'm, I'm in the league now you know i'm saying Jalen Ramsey, calais and all these guys i'm like damn i was like you know i'm here just, I'm, I'm just this little kid out of athens i tell people all the time baby i tell people all the time i was like man I'm, you know i'm just this little kid from athens man and uh i think i'm like the seventh player out of my high school to, to play in NFL. So. Wow, that's yeah,
5: awesome.
2: Uh, I think the last person
3: that played was uh, Dante Rocks. Wow. Love you. That's You got them kids, man. Listen, I already know. So for me, like, you know, Maria, she's a trooper, man. She knows when we get ready to record here, you know, because obviously we air our national radio on Sirius XM, man, which is great, right? So, you know, little Grayson's three, three and a half now. It's like, she takes him right to the room. Puts it down, gives me my little space, you know things like yeah. that. So, so tell yeah, me about no. tell me about the baby, man. Tell me about the baby. how the baby get big? She get yeah, big.
2: Yeah, yeah, man. Sorry, the only reason why she ain't here, she uh, she's still getting potty trained. Her potty is in here. Listen, I'm still working <laughs> on
5: that too, bro. It's all good.
2: <laughs> so, so yeah, now nah, I, I mean I done did many radios. Uh, I did a radio here locally, and uh, she was literally in the room with us. Like you're screaming, crying in the background, but we we just did the show. But That's real it.
3: radio right there, man. Right, bird, bird. That's like real radio. It's like you yeah, know you get uncut, unedited, just pure, pure radio, man. Let, <laughs> let it ride. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, for sure. Nah, she's good though. I mean, she she's two now. She she's starting to talk in complete sentences. We we're doing the potty training thing. Yeah, man. And, uh, it's kind of funny. Um, where were we? We was in South Carolina and we was watching. Miami play somebody. I want to say um, Louisville and NC State, somebody like that. And At least we won threw, those games. <laughs> and, uh, and she threw up the you for the first time. Boom,
3: she boom.
2: To you for the first
3: time. I was happy as hell. So, so, like, so, so Quest. Let me ask you this. So, obviously, you're from Athens. So, you were well, you were like a diehard Bulldog fan, or you were more of a Tech guy? Bro, neither.
2: Love the Bulldogs. Okay. I was in Love with the Bulldogs. Oh my god. So um, now
3: now we're going to Miami. What's your what's your stance? You still a Bulldog fan or was it Miami all the way? Do you hear me?
2: I had somebody call me. So That's all right. Now <laughs> now but uh but now man I can't stand Georgia. <laughs> I can't stand Georgia. I I, I, I I despise everything about Georgia and and then I I really I really don't like the fans now. You know, um it gets funny because, you know, I was like, man, I was like, when was George ever good? I was, <laughs> you know what I'm
5: saying? They, they
3: always seem like to be the bridesmaid. They never kind of get to be the bride. You know what I mean? They're always, they always get all this build up. They get all this hype. They get to the ship and then they just can't win it. Right. So like yeah. always a bridesmaid. What's up, Bird?
4: Oh, so 36, I want to ask you here, man. And so you had a, uh, you had a bit of a viral moment. In the uh, in the in the XFL, when you proposed to, I believe her name's Abby, right? Your bride.
2: Absolutely.
4: Awesome. So so, t- talk me through like like that whole thing where you you know after the practice, um, you know that was it was a, it was a great it was a touching moment, man. And I'm sure it's a uh, you know it's pretty awesome that you're able to share that you know across really the world, man. To you know, I think it was over you know hundred thousand views or something like that, man.
2: Yeah, nah, it was crazy. Um, you know, that, I appreciate uh, Coach uh, June Jones. Helping me out with that. He helped me navigate that whole thing and uh, kind yeah. of get it set up and kind of let the guys know. Uh, it almost kind of went south. I'm not going to lie. Uh, she almost <laughs> said no? And I, and I there, uh, maybe find the ring. Oh, I gave the ring to somebody and we got out of practice. I'm like, hey, who, who got it with the ring? <laughs> he, was, uh,
5: he was at like, the pawn shop.
2: <laughs> yeah, we, we <laughs> hunting down the guy with the ring. And then I'm like, I'm talking to my video guy. I'm like, hey, y- y'all ready to uh, hit, hit the video on the jumbotron?" He was like, "Man, you said it was after practice." I was like, "I know it's after practice," and he was like, "Cause like, I don't know, man. I mean, I had I had to run up to the freaking skybox and beg." To meet <laughs> I had you running
4: stadiums, man?
2: Bro, yeah, I had to beg them. Like, bro, give me give me like five minutes, like. And you know, everybody was on the field waiting for me, and I come down. They're like, "Bro, what's up?" And I'm like, "Bro, I don't know what's
3: going on." <laughs> <bro."> but,
2: <laughs> but we got to figure it out, though.
4: Cool, man. Yeah, good stuff, man.
3: That's awesome, man. How uh, you guys back up in Athens now, or where are you, where you situated at right now? Yeah, man, back in the classic city, man. Back in okay. the classic city. So before we get into what you're doing with the Sox, are you trying to make it to the Miami-Alabama game Labor Day
2: uh, what I think I told somebody else that I don't think I'm gonna buy a ticket, but I think I'm gonna come out and tailgate with y'all, bro. You already come know, don't hang, we, come come with hang the game, bro. bro. Come on, man. You know, we're getting down. I, I gotta come tailgate.
3: Look, man. I saw we, we linked up over in Charlotte, you know, for the ACC. I saw you, you know, come over there, and then obviously, man, you know, we get down, bro. So, yeah, you know. Regardless, man, works. you, you got. I mean, if you're in Athens, you're only what about an hour away, give or take hour and a half. Yeah, hour and a half. Yeah, man. Time. Listen, we go pop up at Varsity's, You know, grab. You know, what do you have? What do you have? Get a little, get a little, hot, little chili dog or
4: whatever. Chili dogs, man. Dog, man that, I'm in. That,
2: man, that stuff is terrible. Yeah. <laughs>
3: oh, <come laughs> listen, like, listen. It's terrible for you, but it tastes good. <laughs> man, it is. It's stuff, horrible. It man, definitely don't is horrible.
2: <laughs> I don't that they, they down the one here them,
3: man. oh That's really mm. after 56 years wow. listen they're not gonna be saying what do you have <laughs> where to go so
2: that stuff is terrible so we, huh. we
3: happened to like we uh Maria and I we, we went up to the Clemson game last year so but we stayed in Atlanta right flew into Atlanta because obviously there's nothing to do in Clemson. so we stayed in Atlanta. But uh, you know, again, I you just have to go there only because it's there, right? It's it's nostalgic. It's like it's the varsity, right? Yeah, the food sucks. It literally does. I mean,
2: it does.
3: Like the chili, the chili looks like you know, like what you do in about two hours looks just like the chili. It's just oh, one of those things, bro. Man, <laughs> man. Right, bro, you ever, bro hey. you ever ate at varsity's?
4: Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I love it, man. Like the chili slaw dog, man.
3: I'm I'm in on it. I don't man. get the slaw. I just get the chili dog.
4: Oh, man. that's the good I'm, stuff, man. I throw that's some ketchup on top
3: of there and, and and things like that. This is so, an
4: institution, though, man. You gotta look. Thirty six. We we talk about food on this show all the time, man. We talk about Disney food. Yeah. We talk about all kinds <laughs> of stuff, bro. Like,
3: but bird, listen. We're gonna have to go to break here real quick, and we come back. We're gonna talk to 36 six about pop socks. And some different things going on, and what he's it's doing tough. over there. So, so give us about, you know, 30 seconds, 45 seconds, and uh, we'll uh, we'll catch you guys in a minute here on the Kangang Radio Show.
7: Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua Tungle by Louis. Yo, Sway Calloway.
1: This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the Playmaker, everyone. What's up? This is Grock, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio, Radio.
2: Serious XM. Yeah.
6: There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information visit cdc.gov/covid19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station.
8: Good morning amigo. Uh,
9: hey man, hey, look, if they pick up to niga like, Manuel too I'll, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking, I'm looking at the different angles. It does, you I call know.
1: him that, I call him Tunga Vailoa, whatever you
9: want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on Tua Nigga Manu Alapola. Tunga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect? Tua Nigga Manu Alapola. Tua? I can't do it. I'm done. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manu Alapola. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manu Alapola. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Tunga Vailoa. See, that sounds much better that way.
8: Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio.
0: We'll be back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio.
1: I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. I'm here to warn you about telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Some of these scammers may say threatening things like, you will be arrested if you don't make payments or provide personal information. Do not fall for these tricks. These calls are not from us. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you for information or money. If you receive a call like this, hang up. Never give the caller your personal information, like your Social Security number or bank account, or send money in any form, cash, gift cards, wire transfers, of prepaid debit cards. Report the call to our law enforcement arm, the Office of the Inspector General, at oig.ssa.gov. Share this information with your friends and family. Hola, mi gente, ¿qué tal les a la diva la caballota, la reina? Y
2: un saludo,
0: mi gente, de And now we're back with Cane Gang on Sirius XM 145
3: Slam Radio. All right, everybody. We're back on the second hour here on the Cane Gang Radio show here on Sirius XM channel 145 Slam Radio. We uh, got a special guest joining us, number 36. We are joined by my boy... Quez? Look, dog. So talk to me about what's going on with these socks and what you're doing here, building these socks.
2: Yeah, man. <clears throat> oh, sorry about that. Yeah, man, pop socks, man. I, I started uh pop socks in the in the middle of the pandemic, man. Uh when I was out in Houston uh with the Roughnecks. Uh, you know, I was just kinda, you know, in the locker room, man, you know, um, you know, with a couple of my guys, uh Andre Williams that played at uh BC, you know, Heisman mm-hmm. Trophy Finalist. And uh, you know a lot of the guys on the team, I, I found uh, I started to see that a lot of these guys had something outside of football. Football wasn't the only thing that they did. Um, so uh, it kind of it kind of inspired me, encouraged me to go out and start something for myself. And, and when I got to thinking about it, I was like, man, I was like socks. I was <laughs> socks. Like,
3: I, I, I was like, man,
2: I, I love all my cool, crazy, wacky socks. So I was like, you know, why why not sell those? You know, as I got, I man, I had so many. You know. Abby bought so many for me, you know. Before before I started selling them, it, you know, it got a little ridiculous. So uh, uh, I was like, man, why, why not sell them?
3: So what? What went into the process? Like, how are you designing your socks? Like, who's coming up with, you know, the designs? Like, the who's the who's the creativity mastermind behind Pop Socks? Uh, I, I can't I can't disclose his name,
2: <laughs> but uh, I got I got I got an in-house designer, man. That, gotcha. Uh, that designs most of my socks, man. We uh we, we stirring up some good stuff, man. He he do some good work here, graphic designer. Uh even got some Miami socks coming up. So man, y'all gotta make sure y'all be on the lookout. Oh bet that up.
4: Um sure, so, you already um, know.
2: So, so we design this stuff, man. We're going crazy with it, just uh kind of seeing what's wet and and just how can I get, for the stars.
3: How can I get some can gang socks?
2: Ooh. man it's easy all you do is email me i'm gonna take Bro, care of that whole thing. i got
3: you I'm, I'm gonna hit i'm gonna shoot you the vector file man ooh, 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 we'll ooh. make some can gang socks um how long you been how long you been doing it now like how long have you been in 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 the in the sock business
2: yeah so uh we've been in business uh for a year now uh april this past april made a year started in the middle of the pandemic uh so yeah we kind of been going heavy from there man you know uh started with just online just doing e-commerce. And, uh then you know eventually um you know we grew to doing custom orders so we' do a lot of custom orders now uh got into some beanies when it was cold outside even did a Miami beanie hey uh, <laughs> yeah you know I, well we don't call them beanies at uh pop socks we call them head socks head so, socks uh, <laughs> so we do some head socks and uh some custom football gloves and even some scars that that would that's what we're doing now.
3: I saw Coach Rick actually got some socks, and uh, you know he kind of posted it over there. And uh, so let me ask you that before before we go any further about that, how is what, what what is your relationship with Coach Rick? Do you guys still have a great relationship? You guys still talk, and 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 not only Coach Rick. What about some of your former teammates? How are you guys? Are you still in contact with any of those guys?
2: Yeah, uh, it's, it's funny. I was texting Coach Rick today. Uh, now to say that um, the, the relationship with Coach Rick is uh, real unique. Um, you know, Coach Rick don't know, but growing up in Athens, um, I used to go to his football camps that he used to host over here in Georgia. Uh, I, I became a Bulldog fan, you know, uh, in, to, in 2000. You know, um, I remember that I was six years old, and from the time that I became a fan, Coach Rip was the coach at Georgia up until he left. And it's funny, the same year he left was the same year I came to Miami. Uh, so, you know, I got to really sit down and tell Coach Rip like, Hey, we've been Bulldog fans our whole life. Uh, I had always wanted to play for Coach Rick. You know, I just thought it would be in Georgia. My mom loved him. And you know, I finally got a chance to uh to meet him and play for him. Uh so that, that Yeah, give me kisses, baby.
3: Mm, un besitos.
2: Love you. Night night. Yeah, so uh, so I had always so I had always wanted to play for him. So it was cool that that I got to play, uh, play for him, and my family was able to meet him. It, yeah, it was real unique. And Coach Rick always told me that he loved me. Uh, yeah, he probably won't tell y'all this, but I remember he he told me that I was the best pure fullback he ever coached.
3: Bro, I, I, I don't. Yeah, and, and I wouldn't that's debate a great that. Statement. Yeah, I wouldn't debate that because you know, even at Georgia, like they didn't really have, they didn't really use fullbacks that often, right? And like not pure fullbacks. And I think that's one of the positions that are, are sorely missed. In today's game you know to me you give me an eye formation give me a power back like to me i love those type of you know especially goal line situations like man it's just whether it's a lead draw or just something man get that fullback running full speed you know Ooh. busting some heads cleaning Boom. out the hole Correct. bro like we just we don't get that man we just don't yeah. get that bird talk with, with three six real quick i gotta grab something just to show him so Whole, no doubt, give, no give, doubt. Me, give me one minute. I'll be
4: right back. Well, Marquez, one of the things I wanted to ask you about, um, you know, that experience playing in the XFL, man, you know, how was the, uh, how was the league? How was the experience? I mean, I know, obviously, you know, cause of, cause of COVID you guys came to an abrupt close, man, but I actually had a lot of fun, you know, watching the games and watching the product you guys were putting on the field, man. So talk to me a little bit about the XFL.
2: Yeah. Uh, no, nah, the XFL was a uh, real fun. Uh, I always tell people that I enjoyed that experience um more than i did in the nfl uh you know it was just very close knit um you know we got to interact with the fans a lot uh mm-hmm. you know even to a point where they had fans down uh on the field you know pre-game you know you can toss toss the ball with them you know really get to speak to them engage with them
4: now yeah. uh,
2: houston was a really good city to uh to be winning <laughs> you yeah know, uh, the, the the fans are very engaging um and then you know just uh Coach uh, June Jones, I mean, he he ran that program, uh, well, he ran the the organization well. You know, he really took his time to handpick his coaches and the players that were playing on that team, and it just made it fun. The game was fast. They made it exciting. Um, mm-hmm. Man, just every aspect about it I liked, and you know, it wasn't a bunch of wasn't a bunch of politics in it. You know, it was all incentive based. You win, you got a winning bonus. So you know, it, it was that much. That much uh, more of an incentive for you to go out there and uh, make sure that you're doing the right things to help the team yep. win every week uh, so that you got a bonus.
4: Everybody yeah. got a bonus. Well, in the, uh, in the late 90s, man, um, you know, back when I was working in pro sports, I did equipment for the uh, Florida Bobcats, which is an arena football team down here bunch of old hurricanes on it and everything, but you know, the, the uh, you know, those, those other leagues, man, they're, they're, uh, they're pretty cool, man. And the experiences that you guys have in there. uh, Yeah. There's just, there's some great players and some great product that's, uh, that's out on the field, man. So wish that would have got to, you know, to work out for, for the league, but obviously, you know, with with COVID, the league couldn't, uh, couldn't keep going, but uh, you know, some good stuff out there that you guys are putting on. I think uh, Walker was your guys' quarterback too, right?
2: Yeah, old PJ.
4: Oh, PJ. Yeah, he's balling. I mean, <laughs> I, yeah, I think he started a game in Carolina this year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so, man. P- good to see P- he's going on P- and P- doing P- other P- things, P- man.
3: So, so Quez, obviously you had a stint with the Jags. You had a stint with the Browns. Which one do you like better? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, honestly, you no.
2: Know, everybody said I'm giving the cookie cutter answer, but, uh, I I did, I did like both organizations. Um, you know, I, I think more so just for the opportunity, you know what I'm saying? Um, they were two of probably one of the worst organizations at the time, but, uh, you know what I'm saying? But uh, I did enjoy both. Uh, I I met some really good people that gave me an opportunity, man. I got the, uh, you know, meet some some former Canes, man. That hey, I, I say Cleveland Canes, like, man. Man treated me like family. I mean, yeah.
4: Uh, you know, who was there with to, you? Uh, Chad, right? Chad Thomas was there.
2: Uh, Chad, Chad got there uh, after me. After but you?
4: He, oh, yeah, after yeah. you. Okay.
2: But now, nah, when I first got to Cleveland, you know, Joe Cooper was like, "Man, where you staying?" I was like, you right. know, "I meant up in the hotel." He was like, "Nah, man, come stay with me." Nice, Duke, Duke. I never met Duke before. Duke let me move in. You know, I stayed with Duke for a while. Calais always, At know, Jacksonville. Right, like Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Like, man. You need anything, hit me up.
3: But Jacksonville was cool too, because I mean, obviously, you know, Brandon's there again. You probably didn't know who Brandon Linder was. Obviously, yeah. played at Miami, right? But you know, when he got there, um, you know, it's funny how like the alumni just spread all over the NFL, right? And mm-hmm. it's it's crazy. So, you know, again, being being able to have a college degree being able to have a stint in the NFL and then be able to be an entrepreneur and start your own company, like you're living the American dream. You got a, you got a beautiful wife, got a beautiful family, you know, you're looking to expand things, man. Like, like what more can you ask for? You know what I mean? You always always got this, this very personable and very infectious smile on you. You you really don't (laughs) like, you know, and that's one thing that you and I, like, again, bro, you always have that smile on your face. It's like, bro, it is what it is, man. I'm going to enjoy life. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And we can't, we can't help but be, you know, drawn to somebody like that, right? Because at the end of the day, we appreciate that. I mean, obviously, like, we don't know about the two of days. We don't know about all the things that you're going through, man. But at the end of the day, bro, you get a smile on your face. You know, you come home, see the wife, see the baby, and, you know, keep on trucking. <laughs> yeah, no,
2: no, absolutely, man. It's just, um, really, to me, man, it's just uh, everything that has happened. Uh, I, I couldn't have planned it. Um and actually the, the plans that I had, you know, after I was leaving Morrisville involved nothing that I went through. So I'm extremely blessed for for yeah. everything. Um, you know, if you'd have told me as a little kid that I was going to the NFL or even in high school, you know, I'd have probably laughed in your face. If, if you'd have told me I was gonna go to Miami and start, I'd have laughed in your <laughs> face. Like, yeah. you know, every everything that happened uh is such a blessing. I can I can't be any more thankful and uh and it and honestly I was happy I was happy that it happened the way it did. I'm glad uh I think in high school I don't I don't think I would have been able to handle being a four or five star prospect and go on division one right sure. out of high school. So so when y'all guys met me, I came to Miami that this was truly me, man. Y'all, y'all had got a humble guy that can thump people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, I was just thankful and blessed for Every single second I was there, I was upset that I was only there for a year. Right,
4: I'm upset. So, so speaking of that, man, and I mean, you know, as soon as Coach told me we were uh, we were interviewing today, I was like, oh man, I'm so excited because you know you're one of my you're one of my favorite stories at the U, man. Like coming in from you know Mars Hill, which I mean, I hadn't even heard of that college before we before you came in, right? But you know, how did it feel? I mean, you look basically 12 months after you left Mars Hill and come to Miami you know, to hear your name get called and get drafted, man. I mean, like, you know, uh, w- w- what was that experience like, man, when you heard your name come? I mean, like, walk, walk <laughs> me through hearing, hearing the name get called on, on draft day.
2: Yeah, no, nah, uh, actually, man, I had got, I think, what a, a phone call from the Redskins, and uh, the Skins was like, hey, you know, we're not going to have another pick to get you, but we'll pick you up as a free agent. And honestly, you know, as nice of a guy as I am, uh, I wasn't very happy, (laughs) uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I was just kind of like, yeah, y'all can talk to my agent. And then um, and then Jacksonville called, and uh, they were like, hey, you know, it's like, hey, we're not going to take you with you. uh, God, why why am I stumbling on this story? It was (laughs) like, oh, they said, hey, we're not interested in you as a free agent anymore. And I was like, you know, I, I'm almost to a point. I'm like, well, get off the phone. You gotta call <laughs> <I'm>, me. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm like, I'm gonna hang up. And it was like, because we're gonna take you with all next pick. I was like, man, oh, don't play. I was man. like, man, don't play with me. I was like, stop playing. It was like, <laughs> it was like, nah. And it was like, we're gonna take you with the next pick. The the TV is a little delayed. Yeah. Or whatnot. And so, um, you know, at that point, the, the the house hat got quiet. Everybody trying to air hustle my conversation yeah uh you know i I just keep pointing at the tv and uh then my name came across the screen and you know i just burst out in tears i I couldn't be any more good for
4: you man good for you that's so awesome i know as soon as i heard your name go up i was like yeah like (laughs) i was so happy for you man
3: well you know listen man at the end of the day like i said man we got nothing but love for you man we appreciate you coming on to the can gang show where can people find pop socks
2: man you gotta go to popsocks.com that's p-o-p-s socks.com go to pop socks man uh another little interesting story man i gotta let y'all know it, it only correlates with the u but the name pops y'all know come from coach rick man uh when i was down at miami I, I think i was the oldest guy on the team and the only bald guy so uh i was pops there it is there it is well, good yeah, man. man. I'm glad
3: everybody. And then obviously you're on social media. You know, Pop Socks on Instagram. You know, stuff like yeah. that. Where can where, where can people find you on, on social?
2: Yeah, man. Instagram, where pops underscore socks underscore twenty. Or you type in Pop Socks. Facebook, you can find us there.
3: We're also on Twitter at pops underscore socks. Well, cool, man. Well, I'm gonna show you something I got here. I got this Jags helmet, right? Ooh, and yeah. then if you look, if you look right there, you see what it says, right? Word. It says. Come on, doggie. Oh, Come on. You got, <laughs> I got I got old. Oh, I'm trying
2: to remember when I signed.
3: Look, man, I got Brandon Linder, Alan Hearns, I got Pops, and I got Stephen Morris, man. So, you know, I, I'm working my way around getting an NFL helmet signed by all the former alumni. So, man, I appreciate that it, big dog. Boy, <laughs> so, well, listen, man, like 3-6, man, we enjoy you coming on with us tonight, man. We appreciate you so much. Thank you, man. Listen, we'll link up soon. I'll definitely link up in Alabama, you know, in Atlanta for the Alabama game. And, uh, man, best of luck to you. And uh, talk to the family. Tell them I said hi, man.
2: I will, man. Y'all make sure y'all look out for them hurricane socks, man.
4: They come. I somewhere. got you, be dog. Yes, I appreciate you know, it, 36.
3: <laughs> hey, man, appreciate y'all.
4: Be good, appreciate man. Appreciate you, buddy. Thank you.
3: That was uh, Marquez Williams, number 36, here on the Cane Gang Radio Show, joining us. We're going to go to break. We'll catch you guys in a minute.
0: Hey, look what I found! A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio.
6: There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze.
8: <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. We'll be back with
0: Kane Gang. On Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. Social Security is with you through
10: life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov.
6: Produced at US taxpayer expense.
7: I'm constantly failing, guys. I'm constantly learning. It's not how you fall, it's how you get back up. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions.
0: on behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Slam Radio, what's up from
7: Enrique Santos
11: 1249, I Heart Latino.
0: And now we're back with Pain Gang on Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio.
3: Man, what a, great, what a great segment. What a great interview here with, uh, with Mark Williams on radio show. He uh, definitely was uh, chopping it up, talking about pop socks, talking about all kinds of stuff. Man. Uh, definitely, man. Um, so, again, earlier in the show we were talking about Luca, and uh, I'm not sure if you guys saw or you guys heard, but unfortunately – I I don't even want to bring that up, but unfortunately just, it's not good news. Um, so again, our condolences go out to the family and, um, you know, if you guys just shoot a message or, you know, just, you keep the family, lift, lift the family up in spirits, man. That's all I could say, bird. I mean, what else, what else can you say?
4: Nothing really you can, man. You know, just other than, uh, the kid was a fighter, man, you know, and sometimes, uh, you know, sometimes the fight, you know, can't, can't outrun the, uh, the disease, man. And, uh, you
2: know, just yeah. tough times.
4: So yeah, thoughts man, and prayers are with the family.
3: Yeah, it's definitely tough, man. Because, yeah. I, 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 like, I, like again, I was talking to Brad earlier about that, man. And, you know, here it is, you know, an unfortunate situation, an unfortunate circumstance. And, like, you know, a little a little individual won't be able to, you know, go to high school or graduate yeah. or, you know, have a girlfriend or play sports. Or, you know, it's just life can be cruel. Yeah. life can be absolutely cruel sometimes, you know, you, you sit there and you look at the news and, and, and you read, you know, I don't even know if anybody reads the paper anymore, but whether or not you're reading stuff online and you hear about all these scumbags out there in the world that are doing, mm. you know, horrible things. And, you know, but then you got, you know, beautiful individuals that are just getting ready to live their life. And, you know, it's just, it's tough, man.
2: Yeah.
3: I, I don't I, like, what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to say? you yeah. know I, you know and again like i never met the individual but at the end of the day it's you know the passion that he had and you know you, you see the pictures of him throwing up that you and stuff like that yeah. man it's like you know you feel like you're part of the family you know
4: absolutely yeah every step of the way man i've tried to keep up with them and you know say prayers and you know just be uh, just you know do anything we can just to to be aware of the situation and to, you know to send good thoughts positive vibes out there man but um, yeah, it's 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 tough, man. So
3: yeah, so yeah, man. I, I don't. Uh, yeah, it's tough, man. It, it makes you know, it makes what we do here seem irrelevant. Yeah. It, you know, it just it, it really just makes it seem irrelevant. It's almost like, you know, obviously we have a show to do. Uh, you know we have yeah. a commit we have a commitment but then when you hear the news or something like that it, it just it's troubling you know yeah. and uh you know again you,
4: you know it's a, it's, a, it's a kick in the stomach man you know and like just a you know punch to the gut man it's just not a uh, stuff man so gosh
3: um so going back to pop i mean listen man he he when he came into miami man you know we kind of we chopped it up and we linked up and he was definitely one of the coolest dudes man and one of the most humblest guys and very you know and so appreciative of the opportunity to wear that uniform where i feel like a lot of people aren't appreciative and they take wearing that uniform for granted Mm -hmm. absolutely
4: (laughs) man his his story man is just one of my you know just like like i said to him you know his story was just one of my favorite stories of any guy that we've ever came because you get this guy out of nowhere it's you know I put his story up there with like, with Jimmy Murphy, right. Who I love cause he's came out of nowhere and, you know, he was a scrappy little, you know, <laughs> guy that, that kind of came out of nowhere and, and, and became, you know, somewhat of a sensation in his last year, man, you know, and Marquez came and, you know, he was in Mars Hill. It probably NFL had probably hadn't even entered his mind. You know, you come to Miami through uh you know, through a, a crazy instance that you played with Rick's kid. And, you know, we all know how that worked out, but um you know, Rick ends up bringing him in here, and uh, you know he gets himself drafted and has a has a great pro career. And you know that pro career has probably led into you know his pop socks piece that he's doing now, which is uh just great, man. I mean, they're they're awesome socks. Is I've been sitting here scrolling through the website trying to trying to figure out which ones I'm gonna buy, man.
3: <laughs> Bro, he's got some great socks. I mean, obviously we need to be able to uh, shoot him the logo, get some Kangang socks. That's I right. Mean, you know, no and, and, and get some head socks. I'll be, yes. I'll be wrapping some head socks. I don't even care. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah.
4: well, the Miami, yeah. the Miami head socks, cool, man. It's got, a, it's got the Miami skyline and then it says Miami in a heartbeat on top of it. So that Miami, that, that Miami head socks, pretty cool.
3: Ooh, man. You know, I was looking at some of the predictions that uh, different people come up with different predictions, right? So if you look at the, the ACC prediction between the coastal and the, in uh, the Atlantic, <laughs> um they got Miami at 10 and 2. Yeah. Uh 7 and 1 in the coast. So obviously I guess the only loss would be to Carolina cuz they got Carolina being 11 and 1. I want to know who their loss was cuz they have them going undefeated in conference. So I don't mm. know who their out of conference schedule is. Um
4: Yeah. Look, here's the thing about these projections, man. You know what? Nobody's ever got it right. <laughs> right. And nobody knows, man. So, you know, they're they're fun, they're good. I read them all. I try to you know, see what the overall vibe is, but you know those same predictions you were talking about. You know, they had FSU winning seven games. They had Clemson going undefeated. You know, and look, Clemson opens with Georgia, right? Like, yeah. you know, the, the odds of Clemson going unscathed. You know, I know they're a great program. That you know, they're the best program in the ACC. But you know, to pick them undefeated, you know, I I I don't know if I can if I can jive with that, man. You know, especially nah. Florida State with seven wins, that's not happening, man.
3: Yeah. I no just, way. I think Florida State gets beat by 30 on the on um, Sunday night.
4: <laughs> oh, they're gonna get embarrassed. I was kind of thinking about it. I'm like, man, on the way back from Atlanta, man, maybe we should uh, maybe we should roll into Tallahassee. <laughs> Go watch listen, so watch so my, my boy,
3: my boy John Pertle, you know, Pertle, uh, yeah, my boy, yeah, watch the
4: FSU game with us. yeah a good FSU fan, man. I'll give him that. Legit, Shout out.
3: Listen, Shout out. yeah, legit, legit FSU fan. Um, yeah. At the end of the day, he, he's planning on going up to the Alabama game. His uh, uh, his sister, I believe it's his sister, um, and her husband. He played at App State, um, but they live in Atlanta. They live in Atlanta, so he's right. planning on going up for the Miami Alabama game. But then again, being a three thirty game, then he's like, "Well, shoot! After the game, I could just drive over to Tally, you know, whatever, and then you know, catch that Notre Dame Florida State game on Sunday Ooh. night." I said, "Bro, like." You want to experience that, but he, you know what? Who knows, man? It could be yeah. the same type of Florida State that came out and played North Carolina last year and beat North Carolina.
4: They're Very you don't, well, good.
3: You don't know, right? Yeah. Um, I, again, with Notre Dame losing Ian Book, um, they, you know they mm-hmm. lost some talent. Listen, they lost talent as well. I they don't lost know. O
4: line people too. I think they lost three on the O line.
3: One came to the Dolphins. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. I, I just – I don't know. Again, it's college football, right? You never know what can happen when you're playing college ball. So I, yeah. I put it into perspective and say, hey, look, Florida State might get embarrassed. I mean, look, I don't I don't think Florida State wins more than four games this year. Mm-hmm. Um, that could be one of the games they win. I don't I don't know. Yeah. They could be yeah. a shocker. They could be a shocker. Listen, I, I don't know what – listen, when McKenzie Milton was at UCF, lights out, just stud, ball. Yeah,
0: right? great player.
3: I mean, listen. I know you got one leg,
4: you know. Like, uh, well, here's the thing. Behind that O line, right? That O line gave up 13 sacks to their very mediocre D line in their spring game. You know, like to me, I'm like, there's, there's just no way. Like, to to me, it's you got to play the Jordan Travis kid, right? If you're Florida State, right, you got to play that kid because he's mobile and he can escape. You're setting Milton up with a death sentence back there, man. Correct. This guy's going to get teed off on. He's going to get frustrated, like you know. I almost feel bad for the kid because, you know, I I love a good comeback story You know I love seeing Alex Smith rebound from his injury and get to play with the Redskins. And he's, you know, this, this past season and he's since retired, man, but you know, Milton's coming off the same kind of devastating injury, you know, and it's like, you you should go somewhere where they're going to at least give you the chance to, you know, (laughs) to not get teed off on and, and get destroyed back there. But, (laughs) it <laughs> is what it is, man. I mean, they're so talent depleted up there, man. That I just, uh, you know, I was just up there for work, man. And there's just there's no energy about them up there. And I mean, we're in a it's in a college town. and, I mean, just there's no energy around the around that city of, for the team whatsoever.
3: But, but I think it can change, right? I think all it does is take a couple winning, you know, you know, start to win, build it up, build it up, build it up. Again, you got to be better than you were last year. You look at the Miami team, you know, of, of two seasons ago at six and seven, like everybody was calling for Manny's head you know, Manny did the right thing. He fired too. He had a fire. I think Norvell is kind of doing the right thing on yeah. trying to rebuild because again, you can only work with what, what you got, right. Whether it be coaches, yeah. whether it be talent, what, you know, whatever the case boosters, trustees, you know, yeah. you gotta be able to give your coach some time. Um, again, being, this is his second year, right? Yeah. It's the second year. Yeah. So, you know, moving in the second year, if he can improve by two, three games, then again, they're going to be trending in the right direction. They got some stud recruits. Uh, that one kid, uh, Travis Hunter, bro. Oh, bro, like this, that,
4: that how do you even
3: land him. Like, how do you land a kid like that?
4: All in for them right now, too, man. Like, like when you see, I mean, he's he's trying to recruit other people, but that kid's tape may be some of the best tape that I've ever seen, man. Just the way that solid the way that he put you know, like, he's always in the right position. You know, he's got like swagger behind him. Like, they, they like, and he's going to go and he's going to waste four years at, at Florida State, you know, three or four years at Florida State, you know, and he'll probably be a first round pick. I have no, no doubt that that kid's going to come in there and he's, he's as good as advertised, but, you know, he's probably going to waste his whole career there because they are in no way, shape, or form ready to win, man. I mean, they're, yeah. I mean, they're, they're completely depleted of, of, of talent across the entire roster everywhere. I mean, you know, the couple do reckon the couple recognizable names. I mean, what happens if one or two of those guys drops out or I mean, gets injured? I mean, You know what's
3: funny is I didn't even know that Landon Dickerson played uh, at FSU. Yeah, he like, did. Like, oh and my he was, word.
4: He was awful. awful there. He was terrible there. He goes,
3: <laughs> He was playing right tackle
4: yeah. or right guard and, or something. And he goes to Alabama and he's a, and he's a star. Literally um, should
3: have been a, it, Literally, he was a Remington award winner.
4: Right.
3: And then Liddick should have been a first round if he didn't blow his knee out.
4: Exactly. But he went early
3: second round. So it's like (laughs) that that
4: Alabama factor, man, bro. But yeah, that that whole that whole thing, you know, like they they're sitting there saying Syracuse or Duke aren't going to win a single game in league competition. I mean, you know, I I found that, you know, are those guys winning, you know, or are going to be at the top two of each of the divisions? No way. But to say that these guys aren't going to win a single game like yeah, that's that's too tough to predict, yeah. man. So I don't know. Yeah, I just okay. don't buy into the into the into the the, the win loss predictions, man.
3: Yeah, and I and I look at the Clemson. I look at the Clemson team, and obviously, there's there's no replacing a Trevor Lawrence, or no replacing a you know Travis Etienne. I mean, obviously, you're gonna have quality backs, but you just didn't leave those lose those. You lost Amari Rogers, who I thought was probably probably the, the third best player on your, on your, on your team. Right. Sure, and again, sure. when you didn't, when you didn't have Ntn, you went to Rogers. You know, the biggest thing that I took away with Trevor Lawrence was I just didn't see him being that proficient. I always look at him as dumping a little five yard screen, kind of like a Ken Dorsey. You just kind of put the ball where it had to be and let your playmakers, you know, make the plays that they had to make. How many times did we see Ntn on a five yard swing pass taking <laughs> 80 yards or break four tackles and go 70 yards? Like, so
4: you bring up the Etienne name, and, and you know I know we're talking college right now, but I got to go NFL for a second. You see that they had that man lined up playing wide receiver in camp.
3: Like, I, I listen. That's what your boy Urban. Urban
4: what, that's not my boy. Not that's your at all. boy
3: Urban. Listen, your boy <laughs> Urban. You know he listen. Your boy. Got, your boy's reaching, got reaching Etienne for Tebow. Wide
4: receiver and Tim Tebow playing tight end,
3: bro. All and I'm no running is, back on the team. No, no running back. I just. I, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I, I, I mean, who's who's
4: Robinson? The uh, Robinson, right? Is that the running back? That's yeah, yeah, was, yeah, 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 that, that kid came on in fantasy late, late last yeah, year. Yeah. So, but still, man, like you know, you play Etienne at running back. You 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 use that pick on that guy, you know, and that was that was Lawrence's, you know, collegiate running back, right? And those guys are tight, and they were Heisman candidates together. You play the kid at running back. You
3: know, do you think it was just more of a like a spoof? You know, through minicam, just looking at him as you know, know. how good his hands. You know, can we can can we use him as a mismatch if we if we do swing him out into the slot? Does a linebacker cover him? You know, so I don't yeah. really know you know what their end goal is on that. I, yeah. But again, you again going back to college, right? You put your best player on the field wherever you can get him on the field. So I think I think if end is going to be used on the field, you got to put him on the field.
4: Yeah, no, absolutely, man, absolutely.
3: I'm on this yeah. uh, Lipton breakfast. <laughs> what do you got? The dogs barking again? <laughs> Shut up, doggies! You guys, dogs, you stupid dogs! Shut up, dogs!
4: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm you.
3: <laughs> so listen, that's what that's what happens when you when you're doing shows remote from uh from your house, right? You just again. Even talking with, with, with Quez, man, like he has a little, a little girl coming in and he was doing different things. And they're like, what are you going to do, man? You just It's radio. You're going to have to grin and bear it. You're going to have to talk through it. You're going to have to work around it. You know, whatever it is, it is. You know, Bird just took a hiatus, so he kind of left me solo. So I guess I could pretty much do whatever I want to do, which probably isn't a good idea. Um, luckily, though, we're getting ready to come against a break here in about a minute and a half. So, 90 seconds, what can I talk about that I haven't talked about already? Um, Huh. should be interesting so bird just so you know i'm literally just rambling because i have no idea what i'm talking about because i lost no. all perspective well, you you well, went a wall on me so
4: i know i know i had to 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 be able to come back on man because there was we've got four dogs here man and they uh you know they there was a, another cat laying on my back porch right there like oh, right wow. at the window. The-
3: oh yeah so you got a cat and then next thing you know the dogs are barking like, is that what happens? <laughs> yeah, they're going off again. That's all right, it happens. So uh speaking of that, we really just lost a complete train of thought of right. what we I were think, talking about. I think I
4: think i back down. No,
3: <laughs> uh, we were talking about the like you know, Tebow and all that. Next thing you know, like you just got up and left, and I'm like, where'd he go? So, like literally yeah. tore, like changed my it whole perspective.
4: Like- it was like puppy World War Three in my house, man. Oh, you know? man.
3: <laughs> you know, the good thing is we, we got a break here in about 20 seconds, so uh, <laughs> we'll be able to go to break and then finish up the last segment. And then uh, so for, for, for everybody out there tuning in, we appreciate you guys listening to the Kang Gang Radio Show here on SiriusXM XM Channel 145 Slam Radio. Uh, Shout-out to the Amigo. Shout-out to Frank the Tank. You guys always hold it down. Shout-out to Little Amigo. Shout-out to Pitbull. Shout-out to everybody at the Slam, Slam Radio, uh, our boy Mike McCoy. So – Speaking of that, we're going to go to break now since we just gave a shout-out to pretty much everybody on Slam Radio. <laughs> so let's do it, man. We'll go to break here on SiriusXM XM, Channel 145, Slam Radio. We'll catch you guys in a minute.
7: Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua Tungle by Lohan. Yo, Sway Calloway.
1: This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker everywhere. What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. Radio.
7: Serious XM, yeah.
6: There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands.
8: Good morning, amigo.
9: Hey Amen. Look, if they pick up Tua nigga Alapola, too, I'm, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking, I'm, I'm looking at the different angles. It doesn't You I don't call if, him that, I call him Tunga Vailoa, whatever you want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100 percent sold on Tua Nigga Alapola. Tunga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect? Tua nigga Manuellapola? Tua? I can't do it. I'm done. <laughs> Tunga vailoa. Tunga vailoa. Tunga vailoa. Tunga vailoa. Tunga vailoa. Tunga vailoa. That sounds much better that way.
8: Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145,
0: Slam Radio. We'll be back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio.
1: I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. I'm here to warn you about telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Some of these scammers may say threatening things like you will be arrested if you don't make payments or provide personal information. Do not fall for these tricks. These calls are not from us. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you for information or money. If you receive a call like this, hang up. Never give the caller your personal information like your Social Security number or bank account, or send money in any form, cash, gift cards, wire transfers, or prepaid debit cards. Report the call to our law enforcement arm, the Office of the Inspector General at oig.ssa.gov. Share this information with your friends and family. Hola mi gente, ¿qué tal? Les saluda la Diva, la Potra, la
8: Caballota, la Reina y mi cuijo, un saludo a mi
0: gente de Slam Radio. And now we're back with Kane Gang on SiriusXM 145 Slam Radio.
3: All right, Bertrand last second here on the 2 hour show, of the Kane Gang here on this uh Wonderful, wonderful, like, platform that we have here on national radio. National radio. That's right. National. Not a podcast. Not a podcast. Podcast
4: of 45 million radios across the country.
3: Yeah. Tune in.
4: Atlas apps.
3: Tune in and listen to us. Listen (laughs) to us talk about nothing that we have, and like, we have nothing to say. Um, So, so
4: can we talk about something that's a little off the cuff here?
3: Don't we always? Baseball, man. What's going on with our baseball program? Bro, like, so I was actually having a good day, and you want to bring that up. Um So basically, well, look, we got
4: to talk about the good and the bad, man.
3: So basically, let me let me let me go through this here. Um, obviously, underachieved. Um, I, I yeah. think this this season has, if that's a word that I would like to use or that I could use, underachieved would be that word. Um, I don't know what it is, man. It's you know you play good, you know you play good for a series, then you just have a horrible, you know follow up and then mm-hmm. next thing you know it's like you know follow that up with another bad follow up it's like there's no consistency with this team
4: 110 i was gonna say you know for, for my term that i'd use for him it's jekyll and hyde right because okay. one game you know you're out there i mean and, and we're crushing it man and we're, we're cruising to victory the next one i mean it's it's like they, they didn't even show up at the at, at the ballpark to play man you know we i think we Probably played a handful of, of close games this year. Yeah. It's either we got blown out or we were doing the blown out. Bro. So um you know, it we, literally we is very, untim- un-
3: untimely hitting. Um oh. pitching sometimes is horrendous. Um again, no continuity, no consistency from top to bottom. I mean, obviously the Castillo brothers really kind of kind of help salvage I guess, you know, a little bit. Um mm. what's what's our chances? What's our chances moving forward? Let me ask you that.
4: Well, you know, I mean, this year, I mean, uh, you know, I think we'll probably sneak in to the dance, you know, probably a three seed and in, in one of the regionals. Um, probably so in Gainesville. <laughs> yeah. It's knowing our luck. It'll, it'll be Gainesville. I think one of the projections I saw had us in, uh, in, in uh, playing up in Ole Miss. But, you know, nevertheless, um, you know, I think there, there's a major uphill battle this year. Um, you know they're really going to have to get it together and, and catch lightning in a bottle for for something uh, this year. I mean, I think we have the talent to do it. You know, I really, you know, really thought we had the uh, the, the the bats to make it happen, but uh, it's been rough this year, man. I mean, just you know, when we, when we first started this thing off, man, I mean, we were so hot on the baseball trail, and you know, it's just kind of been depressing to talk about. So we haven't really touched on it.
3: You know, it's it's funny you say that because. Again, we had some bad we had some bad weekends um, through some series and stuff. But it just seems like ever since that FSU series, it literally has gone downhill.
4: Yeah, like, you like know, they stole our lunch money. and uh, you
3: know, now really we're getting
4: just bullied us, every week.
3: Punches right in our nose, like a redheaded yeah. stepchild. Right, just yeah. said, sit out. Exactly, sit
4: down. exactly. <laughs> so they took the lunch money out of our pockets, and, oh, and you know now everybody else is trying to bully, bully us at the same time.
3: I don't know what to think about them. I mean, obviously, again, I'll continue to support, continue to root, oh, but wait. it's just like oh. man, Track doing pretty good, though, you know. Yeah. Um, Tracks tracks competing and we were talking about golf last week, like we've really changed spectrum talking about the golf. I didn't even I haven't followed up that or was, heard anything. Was,
4: yeah, we we need to follow up with uh with her again, man, because that was a that was a really eye-opening interview and um You know, it was really good to be able to share some time with uh, with Sarah Byrne and the uh, and the ladies golf program. And, and, you know, the really the, you know, the absurdity that they had to go through out in Baton Rouge at that tournament.
3: Yeah, I literally was going to I was going to try to follow up with that and just to see um, how that ended up. But I I haven't heard anything. So,
4: yeah, yeah, we definitely need to follow up with Sarah, though, man, for sure.
3: What's your uh, what's your plans for this week? What are you doing? What are you doing this weekend? Talk to me.
4: Uh, you know, not too much, man. I've been, I've been working like crazy, you know? Um, you know, um, so that's, I'm, I'm sure I'm gonna have some stuff to do on Saturday, but my kids got her, uh, her fifth grade graduation little okay. barbecue that they're going to do. So the parents all got together and they're going to, they're going to do something separate from the school for, uh, for the kids where they're taking them to a park and, you know, bringing out like the shaved ice truck and pizzas and all that stuff. And just try to give the kids an opportunity to, you know, go run around and, uh, you know, be crazy before they go to middle school. So, um, you know, we'll be doing that on, uh, on Sunday. So,
3: you know, I got a, I got a big, big weekend. I mean, obviously tomorrow I, I work and, um, but then it just, then it's, it's a wrap. Obviously Maria's birthday is on Saturday. Yep. So that is happy be, birthday. Shout to out to, shout out to my beautiful, beautiful, most intelligent, wonderful, amazing, just stupendous woman that I have that keeps me in check that lets me do what pretty much what I want to do, but also keeps me in line. So yeah, so it's her birthday on on Saturday. So I'm not doing much, just kind of really going to, um, we have the kids this weekend. So my dad's in town, my dad came down. So, uh, we're going to probably just go to do do a uh, little dinner. I think we're going to go to Chima. I've never been to Chima. So, you know, it's kind of like a, it's an upscale version, I guess, of Texas Day Brazil, which I love. Texas Day Brazil, oh, yeah. uh, but meat so sweats, you,
4: man, green card bro. all day long, bro. Oh,
3: you already know. Just it, don't even flip it over. Just keep <laughs> uh, keep them coming. You know uh, what
4: the best part of that is, though, man? The awesome. banana, the the bananas uh, that they put out there.
3: It really listen, and the mashed potatoes they put on the side there. So I I, I, I dabble in the potatoes just to kind of keep it because yeah. sometimes it, it blends. You know, but Maria's you, a, you big eat, you a big salad. She's a big salad. like
4: my eleven year old kid though, man. Like he like meat potatoes right. like. It's it. Yeah. <laughs> nothing there's nothing else, else, man. There's nothing maybe, else. Maybe some, maybe some chips, like yeah.
3: yeah. I, I can do some chips and dip and stuff like that. But um, so yes. Yeah, so I will go say to, I've I've never had that?
4: a bad meal at your house. though, when you Bro, cook, man. So listen, uh, I will I will give you that.
3: We got to hit them steak tacos again or something. Man, oh you know?
4: yeah. Oh, I'm trying yeah.
3: To, so I'm trying to figure out what we're gonna do for Grayson's birthday party. I haven't decided on that yet. But um, so yeah. So we're gonna go to dinner on Saturday and then Sunday. Uh, my oldest boy, Zach, aka Short Dog, yeah. he graduates high school. So shout out to the boy, Zach, bro. Like I, I think about this as I, I look at it twofold, right? So, so I am, I am a divorce. You know, I'm divorced, um, and I look at. The child support. <laughs> get getting ready to <laughs> trickle off the books. <laughs> oh man. Is that, is that is that a bad thing. What to you talk gonna do with
4: that extra money every month, man? <laughs> um
3: well I have graces, Shoot. so <laughs> yeah. Well you should you're
4: probably gonna have to put it right to Zach's school, man. You know? Yeah,
3: so he's graduating high school and then um he's already been ex- that easy No, so he's already <laughs> been accepted to a uh it's a small little Christian school up in South Carolina in Greenville, South cool. Carolina, up there by club, up by Clemson in, in that area. Um, a Maybe no, firman? it's called Bob, it's called Bob Jones. Okay. So okay. He, uh, he wants to be a history major. He wants to be a history major. He wants to end up being a professor. So, oh, wow. so, and the funny thing about short dog is, and again, I know this is completely off topic and it has nothing to do with the cane gang radio show, but <laughs> sure listen, it it, it's live, right? So yes, yeah, So he's, he's, he's a little cane. Um, but, uh, you know, for years, he's like, man, I hate school. I hate school. I hate school. So I was talking to him the other day and I'm like, so this whole you hate school thing, like, but you're going to go to school to work in school? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, how are you telling me you hate school, but now you want to go to college and then you want to be a teacher in the school? Like, this doesn't make sense to me. But listen, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll support my kids and whatever they want to do. If he wants to be a teacher, so be it. I'm trying to get him to be a tradesman because I feel like that's kind of like longevity-wise. You, you'll always. So again, I'm an electrician going on almost 30 years. Um, I always have work. Everybody's always going to need electricity. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't see that. You know, whether it's HVAC, plumbing, or electrical, those are three things that I think someone's always going to need. You got to have someone to. You got to have water to flush a toilet, right? Especially in South Florida. Turlet.
4: <laughs> oh Lord!
3: <laughs> it's a toilet, but well, when you throw it, like turd, <laughs> like turlet. <laughs> so,
5: <laughs> so you know when you gotta flush <laughs> a turlet,
3: and then you live in South Florida, you gotta have AC, right? And then yeah. again, in order to have the AC running, you gotta have electric. So, bro, like yep. it's a it's a win win. So. Well, uh,
4: think yeah. Zach, man, he's a good kid, man. We spent, you know, he came, and uh, you know, of course, he's a Kenny fan. I don't think I think the one thing that you would never let your kids is be a fan of any other uh, team, man. <laughs> but uh yeah, Zach watched the uh, the game in Orlando with us, man. It sat in the stands, and you know, it was cool because he just had fun watching you because you know. We watched you work the stands and the security in the stands and the crowd. You know, I thought
3: about that the other day. Like, remember, because security came down was checking everybody's tickets, right? Like, those aren't your seats. Those aren't your seats. Yeah,
4: and of course, we were, like, eight (laughs) rows up from where we should have been, and they were coming in trying to clean house. Like,
3: bro, like, honestly, like, there's nobody in the stands, and you're going to worry about me being, you know, a few rows off of my, you know, technical row? Come on. Yeah. You know, yeah. but yeah,
4: you call for the guy's supervisor and you're like, Hey, I just want to let you guys know, man. This <laughs> guy's doing this guy, phenomenal. This guy's doing great work right here. <laughs> and that guy, hey, that guy, anytime the rest of the game, bro, I don't think he, we were in the front row, man. Like, I, I, don't think he, I don't think he, I don't think he looked at you one more time. But well, you know He's what was like, funny?
3: So, so like I was thinking about a little bit about that the other day, like today I go into Costco. Well, Costco drops the mask mandate, right? If you're fully vaccinated, I guess you have the option. Costco says you have the option whether or not to wear your mask or not. Well, I didn't wear my mask. But then it made me think about, like you just mentioned, when we were up in Orlando, because, again, I'm fully vaccinated. Um, I don't have to wear my mask, according to the CDC, right? So, but it made me think about when we were in Orlando. Remember we were there? Like, the people that were behind us from, like, Oklahoma State, like, like mm-hmm. they didn't even care about masks. They just sat there, drank their beer, <laughs> and, like, mm-hmm. had a group of, like, 20 of them together just said, look, man, I ain't wearing this crap. Crazy, man. Yeah. Bert, what's, what'd you take on a mask?
4: Well, look, man, you know, I haven't, I haven't been over overly crazy on the whole COVID thing. Right. I've yeah. done my part, which, you know, I continue to wear the mask myself just right. more because, you know, I know people are out there and, you know, everybody wants to make everything political now. All right? But I just look at it this way, you know, like, look, I, I don't want to get sick. So, you know, I'm just going to wear it and I'm going to keep my distance from people and I'm not going to really worry about others as much, but, you know, um, yeah, you know, I'm gonna make myself an appointment to get vaccinated here before too long, and we'll see what's, uh, you know, what's what. But until you know, until I'm good and protected, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna still rock it myself.
3: Are you looking to get vac- vaccinated anytime soon?
4: Yeah, probably. You know, probably some, maybe sometime over this weekend or something. I know you can pretty much walk in now for appointments. So yeah. I just want to be over, man. I want to, I want to go back to, you know, full, uh, full stadiums and. You know, regular ish way of life. Even though you know, I know we have some some changes now. Some things that that were with us that are going to stay. You know, like yeah. all the restaurants in Florida now are going to continue to go alcohol, which is awesome. Yep. So,
3: <laughs> even though I don't drink.
4: Yeah, I've seen you once or twice, though, man.
3: Man, listen, I'll have a shot hey, every now and then. Your,
4: your birthday, you had like two shots of Patron, and the was, next day I got uh, a show with you, and you're like, "Oh man, bro, I'm like, bro, I was you had like
3: two shots, bro." But you I was were, you were
4: you were straight hung over, man.
3: <laughs> what I was I supposed to do, bro? I was hurting. Um, no.
4: you're, you're hanging, hanging with, with, with Q and Jen and Dennis. Oh, and, bro. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, it was good times.
3: But, you know, <laughs> again, go, going back to the mask situation, like, it just felt good today walking into Costco and not having to wear my mask. Yeah. People were looking at me. But, I mean, like, they were saying. Everybody,
4: everybody was judging you, man.
3: Well, bro, like, I have my mask around my wrist, right? Like, I still have it. <laughs> like, I wear it around my wrist just in case. Like, if yeah. I feel the need. But. To me, the whole reason why I went and got vaccinated was for that whole reason, you know. So yeah. I'm trying to. Obviously, um, I won't be around in two weeks. Obviously, Bird will be holding it down two weeks from tonight. Um, uh-huh. I'll be I'll be over in the Bahamas with Maria, just kind of enjoying time as as adults, um, yep. you know. But like t- tonight, trying to fill out all the paperwork, trying to get approved in order to go on vacation in the Bahamas. You got to fill out, you got to show them your vaccination card. There's all kinds of stuff that you have to do. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that's right now, that's going to be the new norm, right? Like, so if you're fully vaccinated, you have your card. It allows traveling to be easy. I just booked a cruise for this um, to be able to go away and just, you know, hop back on a cruise because I love cruising and obviously I haven't done it in a long time. Um, Mm -hmm. But man, I'm a big cruise guy, man. Just get me on a ship. Let me rock and roll and you know, just leave me alone. You know what I mean?
4: Yeah, I don't know if I trust the cruises yet, man. Because you're out in a in a tin can with uh, you know, one person gets on there and they got it, man. Everybody's got it in no time. But listen, uh, I'm vaccinated. I'm, you. I'm
3: vaccinated.
4: <laughs> you good. good? I'm good. That's solid.
3: I mean, let listen. Yeah. I don't care if you, you put me in a port somewhere and I got to fly home. Um, yeah. just just drop me off somewhere. So, you yeah. it's it's crazy, man. I I do think here in the next couple of months things are really you know um. You know, waiting to see emails coming. Hopefully, you know, early, early June. You know, maybe mid June. We should probably hear something. I would assume from maybe the University of Miami concerning tickets for the Alabama game. You know, like again, nice. f- full capacity. I think it's going to be uh, where the home team. Um, again, we already talked about that. You know, 3:30 kickoff. Um, no. I just man, I'm looking forward to the Friday night get a hookup with oh, uh, you know, old nice. Melvin Bratton. Melvin, see yeah see what's going on there. I'll get a hold of solo, try to get, you know, try to get a, a pregame pepper pep oh, rally going on, going,
4: man, for sure.
3: I'm so, working on so it, man.
4: Here's one thing we didn't touch on in the show. Um, you know, all the, uh, the rest of the recruiting class reported here. Yeah. So well, let me James ask you this. Williams, Leonard so Taylor,
3: we got about two and a half minutes, right? Yep. Out of all the late arrivals, who are you most excited to be on campus?
4: Well, I think James, right. And, um, just because you know, one of the things I put this out on Twitter, I said, you know, look at look at this kid in the pictures that you get right now, and he's still pretty. He's still a pretty lanky kid, but when when Feely gets a hold of him, you know, I want to see some milestones with him. I want to see what he looks like when fall camp begins. I want to see what he looks like, you know, next spring. halfway to the end of the year next spring. So, like next spring's the real tell. Like when you look at pictures of him from day one earlier this week, yeah, uh, you know, getting to getting to campus. Yeah, and then what? What I what we know, Feely's going to do with him because here's the thing. I mean, you know, I don't think anybody would question his talent or his ability to play right now. Too small. In my concern. Yeah, I just I think, I think you know, I think he's going to go to hit somebody hard, or somebody's going to go to lay him out, and he just doesn't have he just yeah. doesn't have the build on him right now yeah. to to stand up to it. So, you know, once he gets the physical, which, which you know he's going to fill out, right? You, yeah, you know like for sure. Like the kid's going to work, and he's going to he's going to fill that frame out. And when he does. That's when I think he's going to be special. So, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to see him rushed onto the field, man. Because I, no, I think he's going to be generational. Him. Yeah,
3: like you just redshirt him this year. Let him play his four games. Yeah. Don't burn his eligibility. You don't really need exactly. him this exactly. You know, again, even with like Leonard Taylor. But you know, you yeah. look at the three receivers. that just stepped on campus: Romello, Brashard, and Jacoby. Yeah. Right. I just, you know, again, it's one of those things, and we could talk about that next week because uh, we're literally getting ready to push our time. But uh, been a bit of good two hours, man. Good show. Uh, okay. Thanks for thanks for everybody that tuned in. And, uh, you know, obviously with with uh, Marquez, you know, appreciate him coming on Pop Socks. You guys tune into that that. Check that out. So for Bird and myself, appreciate you guys listening to the Gang Radio Show, Sirius XM, channel 145 Slam Radio. We'll catch you guys next week. Have a good weekend, everybody.
0: The views and opinions expressed on Kangang Gang are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.